You're listening to episode 148 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. All right, this has nothing to do with our trip report, but I would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge that. Gay marriage is now legal in Las Vegas. Took them long enough. About fucking time. I mean, of all places, it seems like Vegas would have been, like, first in line for I, that. I agree. You would have thought, like, the second they're, like, going, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, homosexuals want to get married? Come, uh, do, do, do. We got it. We got it. Get it. Go, 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 go. <laughs> like, we got Elvis fucking marrying people. Now, there's more people that want, want, that want to be married. <laughs> Marry them. We missed a couple staples this trip. We did. Yeah. Do you remember what they are without looking at the notes? Because uh, I forgot to delete them. Because you forgot to delete them? <laughs> no. I know you know one of them. <laughs> well, yeah, Planet Dailies. Planet Dailies. 29-degree beer. We never got to it. Well, and I made a comment about that one time. I don't know where we were, or trekking or something. And I'm like, I'm surprised you haven't asked for a... For a well, I did. It was part Peaks. of the... We were interested in the strip stroll. And then, as we'll tell later, the strip stroll was interrupted. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also didn't go to the promenade, the link promenade at all. I don't know that that's a staple for me. Staple? Staple? Yeah. Staple. I guess it's just still relatively new. You're like, oh, we got to go check that out. Like, well, nothing new has been added since we were there earlier this year. I can't, I can't argue with you. So, yeah. All right. we got a huge show. We know how these trip reports go. There's an odd, There's odds we're going to be here for a good two hours, so we should yeah. probably get started. Buckle up, folks. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you hit us with some random Vegas? I figured this would be appropriate, considering we were just at the slot convention. Penny slots return approximately 88%. Nickel, 90 to 91%. Quarter, 93%. And dollar, 95%. More than likely we got that from Casino Player Magazine. I don't remember. I didn't make a note. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's usually where you get that kind of stuff from. Yeah. Interesting? No? Mm. Eh. I don't I don't play slots hardly at all anymore. I just uh, G2E has ruined us. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> and even G2E, I don't need to spend that much time in, so. Yeah, yeah, we learned. And we'll talk about that. All right, so now let's do our Vegas Mate reviews of the trip. All right, we'll start off with Karen's October 10th review of Pizza Rock at Downtown Grand. She gave it four out of five chips. As it was the last time we visited, the food was amazing. The Cal Italia is worthy of the awards it's won. The only reason I can't give... Five chips is because the service was very slow. Friendly and knowledgeable, but slow. You are getting more and more prissy in Vegas now. Now you're like, well, I had to wait too long. It's, uh, it's, it's almost like the power's gone to your head a bit. Please. <laughs> the, the, the power <laughs> that we have. We can't see the air quotes, but that's what I'm doing. Power. <laughs> power. 
All right, and now on to my review, October 4th's review of Andiamo Steakhouse at the D Las Vegas. I gave it five out of five chips. Wow. I had heard this place rival strip steakhouses, but I didn't believe it. I was wrong. Service is as amazing as cut at Palazzo, ambience as intimate and classic as tender at Luxor, and the steak was almost as good as STK at Cosmopolitan. Amazing in-house steakhouse, and Miguel is one of the best servers I've ever had in my life. Do yourself a favor and experience this place. It was really good, which we'll talk about it. Ah, <laughs> we're engaging. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm multitasking. You are multitasking. So I'm, I'm trying to, to keep engaged on go. what's well, going on. Why don't you on put and... me into a monologue, and then you'll... Oh, then I can tune out. Awesome. Mm. How about the twit pick of the trip? Yeah, why not? What is it about a collection of machines and games that entrance so many of us? Is it the noise, the chinging C notes of the slot machines, the beeps of a video poker machine, and even the sound of cards being dealt? Why do we enjoy playing games that we are mathematically designed to lose at? We intensely position ourselves for minutes around the table in anticipation for the seconds after the dire cast to reveal the results of our analysis of the situation. It hardly seems like something fun to do or even worth the effort. However, like all of you, the sights and sounds do mesmerize me. And honestly, I don't really care why. I just know it feels good when I'm in the midst of it. I laugh when I lose because I'm supposed to. I shout when we win because we overcame one of the true absolutes in the cosmos, math. And it's fun. For all reasons, a casino floor thrills us. That's why the panorama we took at Main Street Station is the twit pick of the trip. As always, we will link to it on our blog, put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page, feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast. All right, so let's talk about the trip. had a really good trip this year. Oh, by the way, the chat thinks you're hot. I am hot. Yeah, says you're looking good. The chat is accurate. Yeah. Thank you. You know. All it, was right. not, it was unnecessary, but thank <laughs> you. We did have a really good trip this time. Further reinforcing the the experience is dramatically enhanced when you have it with yeah, multiple more people. than just us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We can't stand e just each other for a whole week. Well, we have, we experience Vegas in very different ways. And the people that listen to this show, when I get a chance to spend time with them in Vegas, enjoy it very similar to my way. Not to mention they want to bask in my awesomeness. So that's always a plus. And it gives me somebody that I can pawn you off on for a little while so I can go take a break and do something else. <laughs> She's not lying. Which is great. <laughs> she did multiple times. Yep. You know, just go play with Alistair. <laughs> yeah. Well, just go, just go, go and see we Alistair. Did. And we, we and did. With Jason. Whatever. Just go away. All right. So we hadn't been down to Fremont for a while and I don't really know why. Oh no, I know why. Because Karen doesn't like to move rooms. But we've had enough fun you know down there that funny? we couldn't avoid it. I, I hate changing rooms. I have to do it. I've had to do it several times for work. Mm -hmm. And so I'm getting better at it. So it doesn't drive me as much. I still hate doing it, but it, it before well, I hated doing it. Well, now I just gotten, hate doing it. We've gotten a lot better. Basically the trick is, except it, this doesn't work with Fremont. Fremont's the first thing where you have to go 
All right, so we're going to set up shop here for a couple days, then we'll move down to the Strip. But once we move down to the Strip, we just have a primary location where the majority of our shit is, and then we literally take overnight bags and crash at other properties. Yeah. That's not a problem no. at all. I mean, we learned that from my Vegas comps. We're like, well, this is really fun. You know what? Let's go hang out at South Strip, and then we'll crash at fucking New York, New York or something. Right. Yeah, no, that's, that's loads of fun. So we finally got off our ass and stayed at the D. We did, yep. Just and we did a we'll do a review of it, but of it course. was it was great. I mean, the it was the room is, is the refurb that they've it's done down there is great. Yeah. yeah, the room is big. The room right, is yeah, huge. much much bigger than I um, ever expected. But the uh, again the location is just phenomenal. The, the vibe is insanely fun, yeah. and a lot of people are always going to give us shit because we are friends, or at least we know. I see. I think we're friends, but that just sounds I don't know. It sounds gauche to me to be like, well, well, yeah, yeah, we're friends. It sounds kind of douchey to go, yeah, I'm friends with the owner of a casino. But, but regardless, people like us, Five Hundred Vegas Gang, get accused of being in. Derek and Nicole's back pocket, and that's got nothing to do with it. The thing is, if John Unwin, the CEO of Cosmopol, made himself available, we would do the same thing. Yeah. If, if he wanted to hang out with us, we would do the same thing and be as complimentary because well, we remember, love the property. We took folks down there for 360 Vegas vacation, which was before we met them. It's before Vimp. Yeah. Moved down to right. the D, too. You're absolutely right. So we, so we liked the property. We liked what they had to offer before absolutely. we met Derek and Nicole. I mean, I don't, you might have been talking with her on Twitter, possibly, but we hadn't met them. So No, we, we hadn't. We hadn't yet. I, I intentionally made the effort to be quiet, to be incognito, to try things out. It's something we'll actually talk about here a little bit later in the show where we had an experience at SLS and it's exactly why I try to remain quiet because it's it's easy to put on a, a, a nice shiny face to put on a, on a on on the experience that you think that I want when you know that I'm there. When I'm there, just experiencing it, I think I get a, a better read on on what your actual vibe is. Mm -hmm. And and you're right, we did go there several times and played. We introduced people to it down at 360 Vegas Vacation. I I. Teasingly, as they continued their renovations, threatened to sue them for naming the upstairs Vintage Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it's a great place. Comfy beds, cool vibe. Even without Derek and Nicole there, it's a fun place. It the is a fun place. The one thing we've talked about and we've learned a lot is that vibe means so much. Like, we've been at places where, Jesus, Skyler's a perfect example. Decent table oh, limits. Jesus. Um, At Harris. We may even be gambling well. Is she Harris or Flamingo? She's Harris. But just if, if I mean, Skylar's actually maybe not a, a, a fair representation. Because Skylar's just no, annoying. No, but she's annoying. As soon as she comes to the table, well, we, we get leave. up and leave. Yeah, we can't, uh. we can't tolerate her. But worse than that is people who just don't give a shit or they're not, they're just not fun. And, and We ran into a couple of those this And trip. when I say fun, I don't mean I need you to interact with me. We had a guy like that at Monte Carlo, and I wanted to punch him in the fucking face. I couldn't stand how playful and jabby and, and, and ooh, oh, what do you guys do here? <laughs> We're having a good time. Like, just deal the fucking cards and shut up. <laughs> you know, I just want somebody that laughs at our jokes, that smiles, basically who isn't, they don't have to laugh at our jokes, but it has, it just realizes we're having fun and we're in Vegas. We're supposed to be having fun. So that's, and you get that at the D. People are having a lot of fun. They're joking around. It's it's a party and yeah. that's what it fucking should be in Vegas. And Sky in the Rocks has a good point and, and I agree with him. He says that Derek and Nicole define what ownership should be whether you like the property or not. You're absolutely right. I mean, they're just, they are down-to-earth people. And we'll talk more. We hung out with them more on Sunday, so we're still focused on Saturday, right. believe it or not. Um, so we'll, we got a couple funny things that happened there. But, yeah, <laughs> it was all good. 
So we had to eat dinner. We had a, a long flight. That's goddamn. I say it every time we do a trip report. The number one thing I miss about Chicago is direct flights. Uh, I mean, not so much going there because you're excited. You're going there. Plus, you get all those hours. You get like two extra hours. Yeah, you pick up two hours. But on the way home, it's literally now an all-day trip. It's, yeah. it's painful. We get to the airport at about noon every time, and by the time we get home, it's 9, 10 o'clock. Well, and this, this trip uh, was a little different because the flights were delayed, so we actually got to the airport a little before 11, and we didn't land here in Memphis until about 11.30 Some delays, some blah, blah, blah. That's yeah, well, it's all due to the, the fire that was set in the control towers in right. Chicago because we had a layover through Chicago, and so all of the flights were still delayed. All right, so yeah. we got in right around dinner time. We went to Pizza Rock. This was a place that we had tried before. We were impressed by and Karen refused to let us review it until we actually had the opportunity food, to enjoy it. food, because the last it, time I had garlic bread. Which was amazing. It was, and you had a slice of takeout pizza. Which was amazing. It was, it, but it, it, it wasn't it was, a meal. No, no, you're right, you're right. So this time, what did we try, Karen? We tried the Cal Italia pizza. It is a gold medal, wi gold medal winner from the Food Network Pizza Challenge. Tell um, what's on it and why I was so afraid. Yeah, and it was one of those things. We were asking the waitress if we could do like half and halves on pizza because I wanted to try something and you wanted something else. And she basically said you could do a basic pizza half and half, but you couldn't do any of the specialties. So I asked and you agreed to try this pizza, which I, I try to I was be shocked. brave for you. You allow me to have sex with you. So I'm like, <laughs> I should probably, you know, uh, concede to a few things. Oh, by the way, um, Blue Storm 2000 just said, Alistair just said, you know, try doing a transatlantic flight. Boo-hoo. <laughs> so he's not, he's not feeling any sympathy for us at all. So on this pizza, it is Asiago, mozzarella, gorgonzola, a sweet fig preserve, prosciutto, parmesan reggiano, and a balsamic reduction. I was terrified. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I looked for a very flavorful draft beer so I could bury myself in that but I was terrified of this and luckily the Cosmos Vegas my, my courage was rewarded because this pizza was amazing yeah I've never had a pizza like this before in my life and I made sure I think we almost we only had like two-thirds of one slice left at the end I made sure that yeah. thing was consumed. It, it was good. I mean, I, honestly, so I don't eat good. a ton. I never could have finished the whole thing by myself. We didn't. We didn't finish it, but it was, it was delicious. And I wasn't. It was a little sweeter than what I thought it was going to be with the fig. Sweet pizza. I never in a billion yeah. years would have thought I would have liked this. But was it, remarkable. It, it balanced with the tanginess of the cheese because you had some really strong flavored yeah. cheeses on yeah, there, yeah, yeah. and and that the sweet just kind of balanced that out. It was, oh, it was delicious. Yeah. No, I. I wholeheartedly agree with you. So we were already right by it, so we went to check out Downtown Grand. We made the mistake last time of checking it out with grander plans to come back, and we just never got around to it. So this time we made the concerted effort as soon as we were done eating. It's right across the street when we went over there. And as for some reason, I'm literally the guy they've created the free t-shirt offer for because I'm like, oh, we're getting a free shirt, bitch. We'll play all fucking night. Yeah, he made me get one too. I didn't make you get shit. You did. You're so full of it. What do you think of Downtown Grand, Karen? We we were charmed by it when we first saw it. It's gone through some rocky patches here. Obviously, it doesn't change the way it looks or yeah. anything. But the vibe should have improved. What do you think? The vibe was good. Um, you know, we, we started with playing slots, and that was a little eh, iffy. Yeah. Um, and not a ton of waitresses walking around. Yeah. Um, so it was a little and slow to get a Which was Saturday, drink. so that was weird. Well, yeah. For it being a Saturday, there were not a lot of people in that casino. No, uh -uh. But more than we've seen before. More than we've seen it's before. It's definitely on the upswing. Yes. And then we moved to play um, video poker 
which was fun. They had, you know, the, the TVs. It's a cool little bar in the middle with all the exposed brick and that kind of Furnace, stuff. I think and, is what it's called. Yeah, and the, the bartender was there, and the woman that was sitting next to us won whatever their hourly... Yeah, they're, they're able to see yeah, or something. whoever's got their Players Club cards and they're able to actually see who's playing. And from all the people who have their Players Club cards in, once an hour, they draw your name. And if you're still sitting at that machine after that, you win, like, I don't know, anything from, like, I don't know. You win, like, free play or cash or... Like, you have a choice, I think, between free play or cash. It was, like, 200 in free play or 100 in cash right, or something right. like that. But, yeah. It had some of your creepy locals uh, working there, some... Um, yeah. Some of the lower end, but happy people. Yes. People clearly enjoying themselves, having yeah. a good time. I like that property. I'm fucking pulling for it hard Yeah, I, I would stay there. We've talked about it. Yeah. If, if we end up, it, it's quite possible the next time we go to Vegas in the summer, we're staying there for the pool to hang out at that property. Yeah. I mean, because it, I, I it like does it. have a really cute pool area upstairs. I, I like it. It's got potential. I know it's mixing this local slash tourist thing and it's not really mixing well right now but i think that place has got it's got potential i really i really hope that it pulls it out so then we return to the d for some fun with the bartenders ivan and richard as well as derek and nicole and it's uh, funny i had totally forgotten about ivan and richard we met them the last time we were there i don't know but then as soon as i saw them i'm like oh i remember these guys they yeah. are an absolute blast. And I'm pretty sure the reason why I got fucking alcohol poisoning the last time we hung out <laughs> down there, because... Um, they were trying to do it again this time. Yeah, they we're trying to do it this time, but I've learned to sip more better. Yeah. <laughs> more better. More better. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of details from that evening, do you? Uh, you know, I, I think, think it we was just, just hung out. We're in Vegas, man. We're having a good we, time. Because we were, we're sitting talking. right up at the bar, and we were playing on the video poker, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was fun. Yeah. It just... There wasn't anything monumental that happened, I don't right, think. Right. Oh, except Ivan's mom was there. Oh, that's right. And held some woman's hand who was laying on the bar while they had shots poured in her mouth. I yeah, know. I remember that, but otherwise. <laughs> All right, so as usual, you uh, crashed out, and I began my Twitter mance with Nacho Daddy. And I, oh, yeah. I cannot recommend this place enough, specifically the Nacho Average Cheeseburger Nachos. They are just... I, listen, we watch Food Network shows, or I don't know what network it's on. We watch food fucking shows, and I don't really get a whole lot of it. You know, I hear balsamic reduction. I hear uh, fucking reconstructed or whatever. Deconstructed. DC. I don't even know what the fuck the word is. <laughs> this, to me, is possibly the closest I can wrap my head around the idea of somebody literally came up with the idea of, like, all right, let's take this cheeseburger apart and figure out how do we put it on nachos and then do it. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah, it's really good. It's absolutely I, I do good. miss that I didn't get to try that this time because oh, it's delicious. So good. So good. So I tore that up, tweeted about it, and then we uh, we crashed for the evening. So well, I had already crashed. Right. You went on your own. True. Which is basically the theme of every single night that we ever go out in Vegas. True. But but there was a lot of late night tweeting. Me? Yeah. yeah. This well, time that you don't. I don't think you, iPhone, you said you didn't remember. The battery's better. It, it's the battery is a lot better. So I, I was able to, to, to tweet much more. Not to mention, oh, we didn't bring this up. Foursquare is not the same anymore. It used to be the very login, uh, and then you do like a little, I could do a tweet with it. You could add pictures to it. But more than anything, it's it's the becoming a mayor of things or getting badges for doing things that I thought was interesting. Well, right. now they've come out with that swarm app, which is basically just, hey, tell all your friends where you are. I'm like, I don't want to do that. That's dumb. So I got, that's why you guys saw as much as you did on Twitter now, because I'm like, well, I don't, that was how I told you where I was in Vegas and shared tweets and pictures and right. whatnot. 
So this time it was like, all right, well, I got to tell more of a story. I got to come up with a reason, you know, or come up with a tweet, like, hey, I'm here and I want you to know. And I've always been, especially when it comes to Vegas, more of a picture tweet guy. You know, I like kind of letting you know where we're at, seeing a little bit of what's going on. So that's why you saw so much more activity. And now that Foursquare sucks, this is going to be what, what yeah. the Vegas trip's going to be like. So Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, we, Sunday. We, had, we adventured. Well, we, yes. And first, you know, first on the docket was breakfast because, you know, you have to feed me in the morning. That, that's correct. And so, so we went to Nacho Daddy, Nacho Daddy for, for breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> and it, I think you tweeted about when we were there and it seems like they replied back and said, it's not possible. Like yeah. they said something. As late about, as I was out, yeah. there, it doesn't make any mathematical sense how it is that I'm there again already. Yeah. I think they were just being generous because I'm like, oh, there was some time in there that I could have napped. Come on. And, and we'll do a review, but I wasn't nearly as fond of breakfast at Nacho Daddy yeah, I, as I was. It's difficult for me to properly rate it because I didn't know. What is it? The um, the, the salsa that... Uh, uh, pico de gallo. Yeah, it has onions in it, and I didn't know that, and I don't like onions. So I And I was so blindly in love with Nacho Daddy. I'm like, let me get the chorizo nacho breakfast. And it came out, and onions are covering it. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but I love them so much that I fucking tried raw onions on my nachos for the first time in yeah, 20 years. I've never been able to get yeah, to eat raw I tried onions, it. but yeah, Nacho Daddy. I, I was awesome. very brave and I did not like it. <laughs> I, I was unable to finish my, my uh, breakfast nachos, mm -hmm. but it was an experience I was happy that I had, and I'm not necessarily going to shut it out next time. I'll just be smart enough to ask for no onions when we go. So I wanted to re-explore some of downtown Vegas. We hadn't spent any significant time there. We haven't spent an overnight trip there in a long, long time. So I wanted to check out some of the staples. And the first place we went to, well, first we learned that Alistair was actually in town. Yes. Which, he how that information was not relayed to me, I got to be honest with you, is, is damn offensive. But he made up for it later in the trip, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so we realized he was down there, traded some direct messages on Twitter so we could start meeting up. And uh, our, our vacation changed dramatically with that gentleman in, uh, in tow. Yes, once we, it, once did. We it did. Um, you haven't done uh, breakfast at Peppermill yet, have you? We still have not no. gotten off our ass so. to do breakfast at, at Peppermill. We haven't done anything at Peppermill yet. It's one of those dumb things that I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> We're getting to it. We're getting to it. So, yes, embarrassingly, we have not done that. But, yes. but anyway, some wandering. Yes, wandering. We headed down to Main Street Station. What were your thoughts on Main Street Station as a property in, in whole? As, as a whole. There were some interesting people in the Main Street Station. Local property, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely going to happen. It just looks, it just, it's kind of old and tired. You don't think it's cute? It's cute. I adore that it looks very much, even though it isn't, it looks very much like an old school train station that they turned into a hotel or they added a hotel to it. That's very much what it looks like and feels like museum-esque. Uh, well, they got a lot of shit laying around. I don't know if I'd yeah. call it museum esque. Well, I, I just mean the vibe. I don't mean it is a museum. I, it, it's it's trying to do a museum esque. It's concept. it's got a lot of old shit in it. So in that way, yes, it's like a museum, Fair including the, the machines, including the people. It's old. Fair enough. So, we went to Triple Seven Restaurant because I wanted beer and lots of flavors, and yes. we had heard great things about. They're a microbrewery. Right. Yeah. We, we heard great things about Triple Seven, so we made our way over to there. And not to mention, we had already started drinking pretty heavily. So what the problem that kind of happens with, well, specifically with me. I had, and I didn't have anything to drink until we got to. Uh, well, when I wake up, my body tends to go, we're running low on alcohol. We're running low. And it's like, oh, shit, I got to get something in here. I'm going to go into a fit. <laughs> so 
We and you f- don't want to see Mark having a fit. You really oh, don't. Oh, I had one, yeah, and we'll talk about that. But we, um, Triple Seven Brewery, I know obviously you didn't try the beers, but what were your thoughts on the space, on the experience, on the, the snacks we had? The, the space was fine. The service was slow. Uh, You're at the bar, by the way. We, and we sat at the bar, and the food had no flavor. I mean, that, that kind of sums it up. It, what did you, you said those, what was it you got? I got pot stickers. Right, and you said it's the first time ever that the, you, They were the least flavorful pot stickers I've ever had. And the sauce that they served it with was, was didn't have any flavor. I'm not kidding you. It was the most bland food I've ever, and then you ended up getting some cheesy garlic bread something. Ah, but I, I swear it was good. It didn't have any flavor. Really? There was no garlic on that. I, I will give you that the garlic was very minimal. It was a cheesy garlic bread. I thought the cheese tasted fine. But I, I, I do agree with you. It the garlic was, so was almost I mean, non-existent. Yeah, it, it wasn't. But the beers. That about sums it up. There were beers? That about sums it up. Mm-hmm. I was thoroughly... Un- the names? Adorable. <laughs> Love the names. The VIPA. Oh, it's so cute. The high roller. The, oh, let's double down. I was not a fan of any... Like, the closest thing that I thought was good was their red... And that was just serviceable. Uh, I was just thoroughly unimpressed. I will say this. They had a very cool way of delivering them. So they had this rack. Because oh, it, right. it, it was five beers? Five, six beers. Six beer sampler. So it's a rack that held all six glasses. No, no, it's five. I see it now. It's five. So, yeah, it was a rack that held all the glasses. And the guy just <laughs> carried the rack over. Yeah, and flipped all the, the what, what the heck do you call those things? The taps. The taps. Flipped all the taps on and then went back down the line and flipped them all off. And the glasses were and, and And the whole little carriers covered in beer because clearly there's no science behind that. Yeah, but it, it was, I mean, it filled up fast and was kind of a cool way to but do yeah, it. But so. yeah, I've, I've not much to, to compliment about 777. It's not an experience that you need to go to. No, especially but, uh, and we'll get to it later, you know, there were a couple other microbreweries that, that you had a good experience. Well, we had one so. more, which well, yeah, was this as, one as more. poor as this was, it was on the exact opposite end. So, in the same extremity. Aw, Kit Kid just complimented me on my rack. <laughs> Before we left Main Street Station, we had the opportunity to... Well, I had the opportunity to pee on the... Uh, what is it? The, the German... What, what was that wall? Berlin Wall. Berlin Wall. That's what it was. Berlin Wall. <laughs> I knew it was the wall of something. I knew it wasn't the Great Wall of China or Karen. But <laughs> I don't think anybody else knows what that means. The Great Wall of Karen? Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Karen gets hot. Very hot when she gets... Not anymore. Okay. Yeah. We got a sleep number with that little... <laughs> the air cooling air system. Air cooling thing. But literally... And, and the jokes can start rolling with this because the second Karen gets horizontal, <laughs> she gets insanely hot. Like blast furnace hot. Oh, yeah. There's going to be jokes. And when she goes to bed, she can't have covers on her. That's crazy. So she'll usually has... So, barely so we, covers herself All we with, have is a sheet and a, a duvet on the bed. Right. And comforter. so, yeah, duvet comforter. So I will usually fold the comforter over and it ends up in between you and I and I sleep it's with the sheet. the Great Wall sheet. of Karen. I yeah. can't even So he calls her. it the Great Wall of Karen because <laughs> it's dividing us in the middle of the bed. Right. So um, so there's that story. <laughs> but we don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to do that anymore now that we've got... I would recommend that. If, if you people can enjoy it, I would get that. It's And, and the bed will either cool you or warm you up. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to, in the wintertime, turning it on before we get into bed so it warms up the bed and the sheets when you get in yeah. and then you can turn it I can turn it back to the cool so I can sleep through the night <laughs> <laughs> so then we made our way over to the California Karen what were your thoughts on the California that 
looks like a, a warehouse. I am thoroughly, I, I like the signage, but <laughs> other than that, the California to me looks like what would happen if casinos were legal all over the world and basically, or all over the states at least, and every hotel you go to has an area where they have a casino. That's what the California looks like to me. They just have an open space, like going, oh, well, here you go, we're going to, we're going to, well, I didn't take a picture of the You California. didn't take a picture? Yes, cool. you did. Why would I take a picture of the you California? You took a shitload of pictures. Not of the California. Yes, you did. I, no, I don't believe you. <laughs> Regardless. Uh, unimpressed with, with the California in general. So. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the Western. Sorry. Yeah, we'll get yeah, to yeah, the yeah. Western. Just no, I, I had that in my head. Sorry, when you said... Yeah, so what I just, how I described the California, I just was describing the wrong one. I was describing the Western. Jesus Christ. All right, so what do you think of the California? I, it uh, just old and icky. I mean, really, there's no other... Like, I didn't want to touch anything in there. Um, I did stop at the, the, the sundry shop and get a bottle of water. I needed that. But otherwise, yeah, no, it's... Yeah. I, I don't necessarily think it's dirty. I just... It's it's nondescript. There's no theme. There's no vibe. There's no... There was a theme. There was a lot of California-esque Western things kind of it. all... Yeah, there was. I didn't see it. There was. I'm not saying there isn't there. I'm just, I just didn't see it. So, we had... I had a, a shitty flight of beers and needed to... I, I, I had faith that one of these microbreweries at downtown was going to be quality. So we made our way over to Banger Brewery in Neonopolis, the best craft beer in Vegas. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. I think I absolutely love flights, and this one was epic. This is only a four-drink flight, but this is what I had. I had the El Hef, which is anybody who's ever had Hefeweizen knows that it's, it's a light beer, it's a crisp beer, and it tends to have some kind of a fruit or, or nice little aftertaste to it. It's one of the really interesting things about a Hefeweizen. You drink it, you're like, mm, that was fine. Oh, I can taste the thing. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Jalapeno, I, I can't even wrap my head. Every time I took a drink, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I need to do now is come up with like a nacho one so I can put them together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I also had the Knight Rider Imperial Stout. That was a hefty 8.1% alcohol. Oh. The, the, the DTB, which I assume means the downtown brown because it was a brown ale at 6%. And the Farmer's Tan Siacin, which I've never had before, which is another dark. That was another 8%. I love Banger Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it wasn't it funny because when we walked in, didn't they say it was like happy hour, so you could get a, a whole beer for like two bucks or yeah, something? Yeah, I was like, I don't and want you're that. like, I, I can't do that. I, I want, I, I, I want many that. of these. I want many uh, small samples of these. If I take advantage, of like, well, it would be cheaper if you did this. I'm like, I will die if we do that. I will be blacked out. Yeah, and I mean the place is really cool too. So I just, I, I ended like up getting place. hard cider because they, they don't have a full bar. Um, they literally have beer, but they do have hard cider that they make. So that's what I went with. And it's got a very cool menu kind of up on the wall. With and a we realized ton. it was a projector. Yeah, it it's looks, a projection. It looks like they chalk. took chalk and wrote it on there. And but we it, were, it's it's super huge and super tall. Like right. it, it runs the whole, there's probably, I don't know, the ceilings are probably 20 some odd feet high. Right, right. Um, and it runs all the way up. So, but it's, yeah, it, it's, they project it and it looks like chalk writing well, on the wall. Well, we didn't realize it until we were sitting there. And, you know, with me, I'm drinking, I, I, I'm savoring very much like wine Vegas tasting. is the one place where when you are out, you're actually looking around and oh, paying attention to your surroundings. When, yeah. we, when we go out to eat, 
here. Oh, no, you're staring at your phone the whole time. Yeah. You don't do that in Vegas unless you're tweeting or whatever. You're looking around for every little nuance. So you actually noticed this first. Because they had a couple TV screens up that were showing the game. But we noticed there was a projector in the ceiling. And we're like, what the hell is yeah, that projecting? Like, what the fuck is that? There's no TV screen that it. was that aimed do it. at the menu. Yeah, and then it's like you start to piece it together. Like, holy shit, they're projecting it on there. It's, it, I love that. I cannot recommend Banger Brewery more. I've had uh, the Sin City flight, mm -hmm. uh, Sin City Brewery flight. I thought that was good. I'm not a fan of Triple Seven. Banger Brewery is one of the best. Oh, you were, yeah, you we were. We used to heaven. also have a membership to what the fuck Binnies? was that place? No, not Benny's. The um, craft beer place that uh, down the street from our house. Gordon Beers. Gordon Beers. We had a thing. Uh, we had a membership there that, and they had some really quality craft beers. I think this this tops them. I, I, I of all the craft beers I've tasted in my life, it's Banger Brewery number one. Gordon Beers number two, and the rest can suck it. Hmm. It, it was, oh, I cannot recommend enough, and I can't wait to go back to it. Interesting. It's a delicious offering. So, then we enjoyed strolling down Fremont Street East, which was something that we continued to remark we wouldn't have done five years ago because no. there's a chance you would die. I remember the first time that we actually went down to Fremont Street. Do you remember the advice I gave you? It was late at night. Stay under the canopy. It was late at night when we did it. Well, yeah, stay under the canopy. No, 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 because you're automatically in the canopy. I was like, look pissed. <laughs> Look pissed and no one will fuck with you. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I just don't have that kind of a face. It's hard for, it's not hard for me to look angry. But <laughs> I was going to say, I've try. seen you look angry. <laughs> Maybe these, I just bring it out in you. But these I folks, well, yes. Um, these folks don't believe that. They've only ever seen me sweet and nice. And oh, yes. Look at That's this. That's how I am bullshit. all the time. So we headed down Fremont Street, remarked about what a dramatic change that has gone through. I thought it was adorable. And... We, I, braved, and I don't know if it's necessarily fair to say brave, because now that the place is closed, it's not really as scary, but you never know. Somebody could jump out and stab you. Yeah. I made my way down to the Western, and it yeah, I mean, was... Look at the thing. It was very much... I don't get why you call it the Western, and that's the outside. It, to me, very much looks like what happened if they painted up the chop shop in Beverly Hills Cop 3. That's, that's Every time I look at it, that's what I think. <laughs> Except I'm convinced there aren't cars in there. It's body parts. I'm absolutely convinced that that's, that's what would be going on there. I wish I would have stepped in that place when it was still open. But at the same time, I'm glad that I never got the hep. <laughs> got the hep? Nice. But we did get to enjoy the space. And then... And there were, there were still, I mean, granted, enjoy, you Enjoy the space. I love how I just said this. Yeah. Sometimes I just say random things, and they don't make any fucking sense. That was one of them. We didn't enjoy the fucking space. There was no space. And as you can tell, I wasn't listening to you. I was focused on what I was going to say, because I didn't even acknowledge it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's as scary as you thought it would be. There's nothing complimentary to say about it, except that it's closed. No, but I was going to say that the, on the walk down to it, and even on the way back, there were some interesting people out. And granted, it was broad daylight, so, you know, I'm, I'm good with that, but there were some interesting folks the dog park across the street is really cute adorable absolutely i want to i want to borrow somebody's dog just so i can go inside i it totally agree what it. tony shea is doing what he's doing to that area is remarkable yeah because there's no way without him fremont street east is anywhere near what it is and and even more than that beyond just the fremont street east little block yeah down there no fucking way no way I was very impressed yeah, he's, with, he's with what he's done lot. to that area. Um, I he, love the vibe that he's created. It feels like a fair. It feels like everybody, hey, we live around fair. here. We're just having a good time. Like, hey, you want to check this out? I know. I know what you were doing there, but I'm not I'm refusing to acknowledge it, except for this little side tangent. <laughs> yeah, I could suck Tony Shea's dick all day, but I'm not going to do that. Thanks. 
let's move on. You're welcome. We will move on. Okay. So we checked out Container Park once again, although we were more impressed with just how cute it is and didn't really partake in, in a whole lot no, of we, it. No, we didn't although go into... Although I tried to fucking get my, my, uh, my head shaved at the uh, Bolt Barbers. Mm -hmm. It was like a fucking hour wait. I'm like, I'm not waiting for anything in Vegas Well, there was hour. only one barber there, and he said he was booked. So yeah, I'm, well, was... yeah, I don't blame them, but it was one of those things I was surprised at the number of people that were in Container Park, and not just people, but like families and yes. kids. There were kids all over that place, which yeah. I was surprised. But they were all in the, the jungle gym in the grassy play area, and they had all these like blocks and stuff that they were built. It, it, there were just there it's were a, a ton of people. It's adorable. There. It to me. Now, a lot of people have said that the whole Tony Shea business model is very creepy and very cult like, but it's possibly the sweetest thing. It's very Americana, safe, fun, friendly. It's it's if if there it's probably the closest to a utopian society that that somebody could create. And then hey, let's throw it in downtown Vegas. I'm I like. Tip my kid wants to know if you if you call the mantis. Do I call the mantis? I did not call the mantis, and I will not call the mantis. <laughs> and Karen uh, reassured me as she as we were walking up, like, oh, there's no drum circle. Like, okay, we're fine. <laughs> Hippie was not out. I assume he was hungover. Well, so. it was, it was broad daylight. From stoned. Uh, it's been too long. I don't My guess remember. is he was shying away from the fucking sun. I don't think so. I think you're just sleepy. Yeah. And then bloated because you ate too much. Right. Um, He's a freak show. The, uh, yeah, well, it's broad daylight. I mean, what point is it calling the mantis? Because if he's going to spew fire, you can't really, it's not as impressive during the day. Yeah, fair enough. So, so we made our way back to the D to watch some football, uh, which is so weird in Vegas to be on the East Coast or to be on the, on the West Coast and watch the football. The games were starting when we were eating breakfast. Yeah, it's just, it's I, I just, yeah, I, that's tough to do. Central is the best time zone for sports and TV watching. Oh, I, I I'm just I'm fully convinced of that. Yeah. So we, we didn't, we only watched like the, well, we couldn't get, to the bar no but even then still i say that the d is is hands down the best place to watch football oh yeah downtown those, the number of those screens oh, those, do you have a picture of that you're putting yeah okay. uh, uh, the screens alone are that just taps right into my add i almost want to go there yeah. during march madness just so i can watch like 50 games at the same time it's <laughs> awesome but even more than that, like, they don't give you shit. And we'll even, uh, actually, maybe they don't do drink service when you're sitting. There were tons of people sitting at the slot machines just watching the games. And I was, I was one of them. You decided to take a nap. So I think you were a little hungover. I, you know, like I said, Ivan and Richard are. Heavy-handed? Yes. And I was just, I was tired. I mean, we had some food. We walked around. I, And I think part of it, too, was because I'd had a couple of drinks, but I, I wasn't, like, full-on drinking, and that usually makes me sleepy, so I'm like, I'm going upstairs. Right. So, like I said, we only watch the morning football games. Normally, Karen and I, when it comes to NFL football, it's the whole fucking day. Yeah. But we did, that. We've this is the second time we were in Vegas during football, and we were like, the last time we knew we weren't we, going to do it. Yeah, the last it. time we actually got like a, a table or something at a, at a at sports. At Hollywood. Yeah, one of their sports books. So we had like our own little room, we were watching games, and it just, it felt weird, because we're in Vegas, but we were inside and sitting in one spot. So, you take a nap. I watch football. I wake you up. We go to Andiamo's. We did. And and I do want to say, so I think Poke, we might have mentioned before, I don't normally do good when I napped. No, no. Well, How you've been very good in Vegas because you know I'll fucking grill you if you don't do it. But I'm like, listen, you've done great, and I'll continue to let you try to take these naps, especially, I mean, listen, it's not like you can't fail, but it's like <laughs> I'm going to give you shit for it, you know, if you don't do it. So, but you've been very good about going, no. 
I'm, you know, I'm allowed to nap. You're not. I don't have any fucking stupid rules about, you know, oh, we're in Vegas. You can't nap. You're going to Like, do what you want to do. I'll do what I want to do. And it does really help out now that this show has introduced us to some pretty fucking cool people. Then it just makes my Vegas mania easier. Not to mention, it also makes my roaming easier. Because if you take a nap, I'm like, I'm going to fucking roam all over the goddamn place. Yeah. This woman isn't holding me back. Which works for me, because then you're not dragging me along with you. We are, our, our Vegas experience continues to be refined and, yeah. and gets better all the time. All the time. The long and short of it, it was my Vegas mate review of the trip. Andiamo's just as amazing as any yeah. top flight steak experience on the strip. No bullshit. I actually want to try because I, I typically when I go to a steakhouse, I get fucking Wagyu or filet. It, it's always the <laughs> filet. I didn't get Wagyu this trip. I'm just giving you a fucking hard time because you've become a fucking stuck uh, up like oh. Wagyu is just ridiculous. I'm sorry. It, that is that is what I, meat, I have given you. That is what meat is supposed to be. <laughs> you've been misleading me my our whole marriage, Mark. <laughs> I have given you a luxury that has turned you into a fucking snob oh, when it comes to steak now. It, no, I, I I'm not a snob. I love food, and you know that. Mm, I love yeah. to try all different kinds, you know, new food, different things. You love meat, um, too. It, well, I am, a, I am a steak eater. There's no doubt about it. I grew up on a farm, meat and potatoes. That, that's what it is. So there's nothing better than a good steak. And, oh, uh, oh. Uh, Sorry. It was meant to be a dick reference, but she just turned it right back to <laughs> the, the true <laughs> the true point that we're trying to make here. But so I ended up getting a ribeye, which is not what I normally get. Right, but right. it was I mean, it was we did a review. You'll hear about it. It's fantastic. I cannot recommend Andiamos enough. But here's yeah. something that was kind of funny about it. So I went down to Derek. Well, so so we had dinner, then we came back down. Derek and Nicole were at the bar. Well, and I made the point to say to him, yeah. I said, you know what really pisses me off about you is that I, I want to come to your property and try to not appear to be a fanboy or like going, <laughs> well, he says he loves the property, but he's friends with fucking Derek and Nicole and, you know, it's this whole thing. So I was like, the thing that pisses me off is I try on Diamos and it's as good as I've ever fucking heard. So now it's like, once again, like, oh, Mark went to the Dean loved it. Oh, that's fucking shocking. And he was like, go up there and ask to meet the sommelier. And I'm like, is that what it pronounced? Sommelier? No, it, go ask for the manager. No, he was, he was, he was a, the manager. I, I know he said something about wanting to be a sommelier. He did, but he's the manager of Whatever. the restaurant. Whatever. He said to go up and ask for somebody. Uh, he goes, sommelier, you gotta, there's like a whole testing process you have to go through for that. He might be working towards that. He is running the restaurant. Whatever. He said, go up and ask for this guy. I'll tell you why when you get back. Well, so we did. And he let out of the bag why. Yeah, he did. And he was like, tell him who you are and, and just, you know, just talk to him and I'll tell you why. Yeah, so so he and oh god, what's his name? Uh, I don't recall. We posted it on Twitter. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, whatever his name is, he and his girlfriend are on the current season of Survivor. Right. They they and auditioned she, for the Amazing Race. The Amazing Race, and they were like, eh, they didn't you're the all American. Good. They're uh, he's adorable. Oh, he's yeah. Yeah, he's, he's ridiculous. He's cute. Yeah, he's um, ridiculous. He's, she, he's a fucking quarterback. He's yes. a quarterback, is what he think, is. Think of the high school quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And she is a former, um, like I think she was Miss Michigan 2013. Yeah. 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 So you. They're can, kind of disgusting and awesome it, at the same time. They're Barbie and Ken. They're, but but like you're like, I should hate you, but I kind of like you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he was a really nice guy. Super he nice really was. guy. And I'm trying to remember. They moved out to Vegas for. 
They both work at the Their D. relationship is adorable. Their story is adorable. How he's at the D is adorable. How they yeah. got on this show is adorable. Everything about this But again, this they're, both, they're both from Michigan. So somehow met. she, I think, met either Derek or Nicole. She's working um, at the D, not not as a, a dancer yeah, or anything like else. PR. She's like in, she, yeah. she's in the she's in the office. Yeah. yeah, and then he got a job managing the restaurant, and there, yeah, it's again another reason why Derek and Nicole are awesome. And they took these two kids and brought them out, yeah. and they're having a blast. So. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the fact that that property is supposed to be loosely based after uh, after Detroit, or you know, when he said when he came up with the name, like, well, I'm from Detroit, and people call me, you know, and it's downtown, and people refer to me as D, you know, it's my nickname. He's not kidding about the Detroit part yeah. because that place, it was while the Tigers were trying to get into the playoffs and they were playing, I think it was a close game that week. The Lions that were, fucking yeah. place lost their shit whenever Detroit was on. Oh, and it you was, saw more Detroit jerseys down there than yeah. I've ever seen any place. It was, it was a trip, but it was fun because Detroit, at least I felt while we were there, reminded me of Cleveland as far as their fanship. It was like, oh my God, our fucking team's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So that, it was really cute, and it was great to meet him, and we did get a photo with him that went out on Twitter at some so point. So we literally spent the rest of that the rest day, of the day. Yeah. at the D, and absolutely epic. The the first epic. How the fuck has this not happened before? Was I finally met Dribble Glass and basically found my twin. He is the best. He's adorable. I love He's Scott. hilarious. He... <laughs> I, I cannot believe it took us this long. Because literally, tell me I'm I'm exaggerating. Seconds after meeting this guy, it was like boom. Yeah. Oh, we know exactly oh, yeah. what's going on. It's uh, you would have literally thought yeah. that we were best friends as kids, and then like oh my god, it just fucking boom. Yeah. It was kind of like Matt. When I first met Matt, where they were like, Whoop, immediately knew it. it yeah. just, and so it was much different with together. Matt because you had you had like talked with him live right. before you actually met him. Right. We never talked with Dribble Glass before, so we we you know messaged back and forth, but never actually talked live. But yeah, right. as soon as, and I don't know what I thought he looked like. Wasn't that? I mean, <laughs> no, and I mean that. In, he no no he yeah, was, nothing bad. He's adorable. Right. I, I, <laughs> I honestly, yeah, I, I, it, I, and there's no way that I can say this that it's not going to sound like an insult, so I'm going to shut up. <laughs> he, <laughs> I said, I don't mean it as that. I mean it it's, as a compliment. No, He's adorable. It's, we had so much fun. And something that I found that is fucking hilarious is if you've ever been around Derek, and, and, and maybe this is, and all right, I'm just going to put this out there. There's no way that this isn't going to sound elitist or dickish or whatever, but it's a funny story, it was so funny. I'm fucking telling you. Yeah. When Derek gets drunk, so we were all just hanging out. This thing hanging out at the bar, having so, a great time. You know, Derek time. and Nicole have their um, their reserved seats at right. the end of the bar. Right. So they were in their seats, and we were standing at the end of the long bar. Right. You and and uh, you and me and Dribble Glass. So, Derek, they'd been. I don't know. He'd all been day. there. He'd been there all day they, watching the game, killing it. So well, and and he he's he's persuasive in his sports betting because he got oh, all of us. He, like yeah. whatever it is that they had won for that day, all of their betting on the early games. They were betting games. down at the girl, uh, the Golden Gate. No, 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 it was the Golden Nugget. Golden Nugget. I don't think you're legally allowed to gamble on a sports book at your own property. Oh. Mm. So they were gambling down at the Golden Nugget, and whatever it is that they had won for the day, he's like, "Hey, hey, by the way, I don't know what you guys are doing in the evening. We're all betting it on the Saints. We're putting it all on the Saints." And I'm like, "Yeah." So that was the Sunday night game where yeah, the Saints we're, were, play, we're playing we're, the Cowboys. Yeah, we're putting it all on the Saints, baby. And the Saints yeah. were giving I up made, three points, which wasn't impressive, but it was for me. <laughs> Biggest bet I've ever made for for sports betting. It was like fifty bucks. <laughs> but to me, yeah, that I only was did big twenty. Time. 
But I'm like, okay, the Saints will cover. That was big time Jesus. for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, 50. And we got destroyed. Yeah, by the end of the first half, I think that's oh, when uh, he was yeah. like, okay. So, so, so to, the, to the point, when Derek gets really drunk, with his friends, he's quite, we're doing this. This is what we're doing. Come on, we're doing it. <laughs> and he brought us up to the VIP area right next to the stage. I think I think Frankie Shinta was going to make an announcement. I don't know why. Well, Frankie got up on stage. Right, right. Yeah, I, so. I'm not entirely sure why. But but yeah, we were just kind of sitting there, and then all of a sudden, uh, he's like, hey, come on, let's go. Right. It's like, we're going. Yeah, we're like, we're going. going. No, no, no. We're go- get him a beer. Get him a beer. No, we're get fine. A, just go. Get a, get a fresh drink. We're going. Right. Go. <laughs> Okay. And we had so much fun. Just, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. Like, I kept titling all the pictures DVIP because it was just, as as I tried to do at 360 Vegas Vacation, is just hang out and just have fun and just, you know, my knowledge, share it with you. So we go to places where I'm like, I know you're going to have a great time when you get here. It's going to be amazing. So let's all go do this. And... Derek is very much that guy. He's like, isn't this fucking crazy that I own a casino and we're fucking doing this? Let's go fucking do this. This is going to be awesome. It's, I cannot say enough about his hospitality, about the way that he runs his, there, this, I've described, I, I don't know if I've ever done it on the show, but I've described this to you many times. Derek and Nicole run their properties the way any of us would run a property if they had it. Or a business. I mean, it, they're... It's just the way a business for, should be run. Yeah. For, forget a property. It's a business. They know they know all of their employees. But not just a business. Like, these are people It's like, I own a casino. Like, we should be having fun every yeah. single fucking night. Well, and it was so much so that I think it was the first night we were there. There was, um, I guess it's a 40, some kind of anniversary of the Air Force. And so one of the dancers was going to the oh, yeah. Air Force ball That's with right. her boyfriend who's in the military. Right. And... She came in all dressed up in her gown and, you know, he in his dress uniform, which looked fantastic and, you know, came to the bar and she's walking around and the poor guy was just like, okay, I'm on my comfort zone. But <laughs> yeah, whatever he wanted, they're like getting him, you know, waters from the bar and stuff because he didn't want anything to drink. But oh, it was just, I mean, they, the staff come in right. to see everybody like on their days off even. It's just, honestly, I don't remember that night going up to the room. It was... I'm sure I did. I know I did, because that's where I woke up. I don't remember going back there. And the funny thing was, when I woke up the next morning, I didn't feel... Like, I wasn't sick. Right. I was just tired. So Like, I wasn't hungover. I was just... I was was tired. I've always said, that's a Grey Goose hangover. That, like, a Grey Goose hangover is just like... Yeah, I was doing Goose and Tonics. Well, and that was was the night, um, Mm. I think Richard was just... He Mm, he put the ice Oh, my God, that's right. He was being... He was kind of being a super awesome dick, is what he was doing. A little bit. Um, so he put the ice in the glass and he brought out, so he had the bottle of Well, goose. once he, he didn't, re- uh, did he remember us no, or was it? he didn't remember us initially uh, when we got there on Saturday. Well, and it was one of those things like once Derek and Nicole realized this, like, hey, then I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. But like, what do you need to be sorry about? No, 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 no it wasn't that. It was because I had gone to the end of the bar that it was all full. The, the machines were full. So right. I went to the bar and paid for a drink. Right, right. But then one of the machines came open, so I moved. And he was like, why didn't you tell me? I oh, would have comped it. Right. That's why he was apologizing. Right, right, um, right. So the, the, the next But they still thing, wouldn't have comped you goose is the point. Oh, no. No, no, that's, no. They that's the have. thing I was talking about. Once they realized, yeah. once he remembered who we were, and I know that that's the douchiest thing ever. Well, just that we'd met him before. And they exactly. meet so many people. And Derek and Nicole know so many people. Right, I don't right. know how they do it because every five minutes somebody's coming up and hugging them. No, and you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, so he, again, puts the ice in the glass. He brings out the gun with, you know, because that's where the tonic comes out of. And he, he goes, 
dumps dumps the bottle Greg upside goes, down, hold, yeah. and then like one little Flash. squirt of tonic I in there. He did a second one. He was like, Bleh. yeah, and then just poured it. And I'm yeah. like, stop. And he's like, when he's looking at you, and he's going, I'm sorry, what was that? What did you say? I'm like, stop. He just kept pouring he's it. Like, like what? dude, you're gonna pour it. It's over. I'm like, he's not gonna pour it over. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> he's a pro. <laughs> the one thing that I've got to give so much props to is Nicole because she is a phenomenal photographer. But beyond that, I don't know what she was taking. I, I swear it was just her phone that she was it taking was. pictures just of. Her phone. She took what I think is the second greatest picture of Karen and I ever. The reason why I think it is is because it encapsulates or, or, or captures or whatever the phrase I'm looking for, our relationship. So, so, so she much. was taking, so this was where we were out on the their VIP box. Our backs were to Fremont Street, and she took. She posted these in quick succession on right, Facebook. Right. The first one was you and I looking at the camera, smiling, whatever. The second one, which is the one that you're talking about, you are looking at me with your tongue stuck out, and I kind of have my head like off to one side, like yes, okay, whatever. It's like we get I it. somehow find this man attractive and love him. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's very much our relationship. Like you hear us. Like anybody who ever gets to meet us knows that. Part of the charm of when Karen and I do reviews or whatever is that if you've had a chance to meet us, we get into these arguments and, and you know yell at each other, and it's this fun life game that we play with each other. We just enjoy quasi-annoying each other. Annoying each other because we're like, I know this isn't really annoying, but it's kind of annoying in the way of like, oh, it pisses me off that I love you because I should fucking want to hit you, and for some <laughs> reason I love you. And it's, oh, it's so aggravating. She captured that like nobody has ever done before yeah and it's it's perfect i can't wait to blow that fucking picture up and throw it on our wall i adore that picture i actually gave you a hard time because i said the twit pick of the trip should have been that picture and right. you said you know i don't do people I don't, and I don't do faces i don't do faces and i don't you know when people look at us they don't necessarily think of vegas so although you can see part of fremont street in the back you don't necessarily know that's what it is so. it's very much a picture of us <laughs> it is yeah, yeah. It's but it's oh what a what a great great fucking night! And then of right. course I ended up going to Nacho Daddy. I, yeah, I, like I said, I apparently went upstairs. I don't remember much other yeah. than that. Yeah, so that that was day two. That was day two. Yes. That's right. And and we paid for it on day three. That's right. So day two or day three, Monday, <laughs> we're heading down to uh, we're checking out of the D and we're heading down to Harrah's. Yes. And I had what could be described as a Parkinson's type fit. Now, I actually have to share something with the listeners that I've not talked much about, and I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not proud of it. I, I, I seem to have an issue with alcohol, not in the way that you think that I have an issue with alcohol. Some, I have that issue with alcohol. You, you've got a different issue. Something's happened to me when we've moved down here, and alcohol affects me in a very different way, like, like a painful, like... Like my, my body doesn't work right anymore. Like I, I like like I shake uncontrollably and I'll twitch and if, if and you yeah if you honestly are like drunk, it, you're out you're out well, of commission for like 24 hours. Yeah yeah like the next morning it's not like your standard. Oh my head is pounding. It's like I can't walk. I can't really move. Like your body hurts. Everything. Yeah hurts. I mean yeah. It, it's 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 hard to describe how insanely painful it is. But it literally feels like. Pain is coursing through my veins and moving throughout my entire body the entire time. We've been trying to figure out what it is. I've been going to doctors. We've been <laughs> I've been going through tests. It's it's a whole thing. The chat thinks it could be age. It, uh, an age. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've actually had several people bring that up that that could actually be. 
Um, we are push- even, we're pushing 40, even, dear. Come even on. doctors. <laughs> and, and, but what we believe it is now is dehydration. It's, but on, uh, and the reason we think it is, is because we've, uh, we've done, like I said, we've gone to doctors, we've done tests, we've done research, not like the WebMD research, we've done real research, <laughs> and have realized that one, and we've actually done tests. We've literally done tests. I can't wait to hear what this they is. They think I'm putting roofies in your drinks. <laughs> But what, this all started, and, and, and as we've made the story, or we've told the story, we've even referenced it in this in this episode, that when we were at the D the last time at G2E, I had alcohol poisoning, or what we thought was alcohol poisoning, and now we think it's actually the first time this happened. What apparently happens to some people when you move to a warmer climate, when you've lived in, in a cooler climate your whole life, is your body readjusts itself to understand that it's warmer here all the time, so it needs to work harder to keep you cool, which basically means your sweat glands are open pretty much all the time. So, And the irony is with you, you are one of the only people I know that when you sweat, you don't stink. Yeah. Well, so, you know, you could be sweating a shitload more and you just, you know, don't notice right. it. And it evaporates out the top of your head, too, because you don't have any hair. So <laughs> right. that goes, you know, faster as well. So what tends to happen is I so quickly dehydrate that I, I'm dehydrated and I don't realize it. And I don't eat a whole lot in general. I, I eat like a fucking bird. And the alcohol just gets in, uh, like, it gets to a point where so much of it gets into my blood that that's the only thing in there. So it's literally just coursing alcohol throughout my entire body. Well, and and so now then the next dehydrated, morning, it's got nothing yeah, once, to go for. Yeah, once the alcohol goes out, the reason that you hurt so much is your blood has been thin so much, yeah. or it doesn't have enough water in there that your blood is, is well, I guess thicker, because then once it's... Yeah, know. but it, it well, and that's why it also takes 24 hours for me to kind of get over it, is because my body has to regenerate the, all those blood cells to replace and battle, you know, the fucking alcohol that I've got on there. Alcohol is kind of a poison, you yeah. know, which is why yes. you can get alcohol poisoning. So, but we did do tests, and we did learn that if I stay properly hydrated, it's not a problem. Yeah. And for the rest of the trip, this wasn't a problem. And As Alistair, Alistair knows, God bless him, because there were nights where he's like, okay, we have to find you Gatorade. It, it was, <laughs> he was such a fucking great friend there, because it is true. If, if I literally don't properly rehydrate myself in the morning, make sure that I get some hydration during the day, and properly rehydrate myself before, before we go, go to bed... bed this happens. So we're on the cab on the on the way down there. Well, and she was a crazy driver. She was a crazy driver and a bit chatty and I get oh, uncomfortable so when annoying. that shit happens, but and if she started telling us about, "Oh, if you haven't, you know, go buy a beer at uh, uh, Casino Royale. It's right next door." It's, and I'm like, "Yeah, we we're here like two or three times a year, Which so I think we know." Which is because at some point Karen got annoyed at this lady cuz normally I'm like, I always try to make my my responses as short as possible to give them the indication of like, "I don't want to talk to you." Without saying, I don't want to fucking talk to you. So I, I was just like, oh, thanks. Oh. Eh. Just no response. Well, no, and at one she point. She kept throwing out suggestions. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And Karen's like, yeah, we actually do this like three or four times a year. So we're really familiar with the area. <laughs> Which yeah, seemed had to. to actually work. She yeah, seemed she to shut, shut up. up after but that. the problem is, is this kind of slowly set in on me. And about halfway through that trip, it hit me like a fucking bag of rocks. And I didn't know what was going on because you were, you were well, restless. Well, all of a sudden, I got insane. A lot. Yeah. Like, literally... I didn't like, know if you were going to... I was afraid you were going to be sick. Well, literally, like, 
like I've said, you know how Michael J. Fox tries to overcompensate for having MS and shaking, so he's constantly moving to kind of overcompensate so you don't well, see. Well, and it minimizes, yeah, it minimizes right. movement. That's what I started doing. I couldn't stop moving. I was just constantly, you know, shifting and reshuffling and trying to do whatever. And I, I, I shit you not. I was afraid that the second I stepped out of that cab, I was going to drop, that I wasn't going to be able to walk, that I was like, as soon as I get out of this cab, we have to go to the hospital. There's no, I, I, whatever happened to me, I am fucked and we have got to get to a hospital. Luckily, it was the exact opposite. The second I got out of that car and my foot hit the ground, my body was like, oh, thank God we're working. <laughs> we're doing something. We're doing like the fresh air. I'm like, yeah. oh, this feels great. And I immediately hit Gatorade as fast as possible and immediately started feeling the difference. And I'm like, okay, we can't fuck around with this. It's clearly a dehydration issue and we've got to respect the fuck out of that. So for the rest of the trip, I was not far from Gatorade. And I always properly rehydrated before I passed the fuck out after my evening which and properly rehydrated before I started to drink the following morning. Which you obviously needed because I don't remember you getting up in the middle of the night to, you know, go pee. So it wasn't like you were drinking a ton of liquid. That's a great fucking point. That is a <laughs> that great need, point. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I was not waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And, and I was, like, I made a point. Every morning, I drank 32 ounces of Gatorade before I would touch anything else. Every evening before I crashed, I would drink 32 ounces before I ended up going to bed. Because I'm like, I can't fuck around with this. I thought I was going to die on the ride over here. Clearly, this is a severe medical issue that if I'm going to continue to drink and have a great time in Vegas, I can't do. So, Yeah, and all I wanted was a Dr. Pepper, and they don't sell it anywhere in Harris Properties. <laughs> so we had to go for a walk. So as as we yeah we, we ended up going for a walk and, and got, got your, my Dr. Your Dr. Pepper. Pepper but we obviously then we went back and took a nap took a nap <laughs> you know was ready to recoup as I rehydrated because I can drink as much Gatorade as I want it's got to actually get into my bloodstream to yeah. actually do well, it well yeah so we did that and we went to Lavo for dinner we've already done a proper Lavo review so we can say whatever the fuck we want about Lavo wow yeah and I was so mad because I. You know me, I like to try a lot of different things. And so we, we ended up, you know, with a, an appetizer. I ordered a side. It was, and of course I ordered, the waitress told us this afterwards, I ordered three of the largest portion sized things on the menu. So there was way too much food. And I felt bad that it was wasted, especially the carbonara. Because I was so, <laughs> so looking forward to the carbonara. And it was as good as I remembered. Um, I, I got brave because I knew I didn't want just the regular spaghetti that kind of bored me last time, but once again, since I had the issue with the onions, I knew I couldn't do the carbonara because I loved the carbonara. I think it's delicious. Oh, it's, yeah. But I know onions are in there. I know there's no way to get them out. So my experience at Nacho Daddy with the onions just completely soured the, the thought of even trying to try this. So instead, I tried the cheese ravioli. Awesome. Once again, the kind of thing. I mean, now it's not. It's not like, oh, oh, wow, you really went out of your fucking comfort zone there. But for me to go, okay, let's let's try something else that I've never tried before, and here here it was. And once again, it reward just like that pizza. This rewarded me going. See, you can try things, and sometimes it works out for you. I'm so glad. Oh. So then we headed over to Tag at. The link or the quad. It's actually supposed to be linked by the end of the month for sure. Yeah. But we went over there for Monday Night Football and met up with Alistair, and the trip changed. <laughs> In a way, I could have never expected the trip to change. 
It was so good to see him. He is now my brosif. We we now have a bromance. The funny thing is, so obviously we met him at um, 360 Vegas Vacation, and then you and I have hung out with him separately because I was in New Orleans um, for work when he was, and we had dinner, and then he actually came up to met you in Tunica and then hung out in Memphis for a couple days. So, like, we hung out separately. Right. But, yeah, this is the first time that we, we got to see him again. It's just... It's always so good to see him. It's it's one of those. Uh, He's I, one of our faves. I credit him for being one of the first people to get me out of my shell, even beyond just 360 Vegas vacation. Like like away from Vegas, he got me out of my shell, and then it encouraged me to to be a little more. I don't, experimental isn't the right word, but it's a little more experimental <laughs> with my listeners. <laughs> I don't need to know what you guys are doing when I'm not with you. I really don't. It it allows me to. The, the same way that you guys hear how kind of open and free I am on this show because, you know, I'm in the comfort of my own home with my wife. I'm talking about something that I love. When I'm in Vegas, it's a lot easier to get to know me because I'm in Vegas. I'm happy. You know, I'm thrilled to, to meet other people that somehow think I'm funny or entertaining or... In any other social situation, you get completely over panicked about, yeah. um, oh my God, everything small talk. I hate small talk. I hate small talk. I can't talk about anything. What am I going to talk about? I have right, nothing to talk right. about. I can't custom, custom, custom. And it all runs through your head and you turn it into a complete... Yeah. Yeah. So Alistair has is Alistair, and then even to a larger extent, Sky on the Rocks helped to kind of branch me out into going. It it actually, I I would say the two of them. I think Chris Hall is another one that uh, I I had time to spend with in Vegas. That uh, I know I'm missing somebody, but it re encouraged me. Jason to go. Jesus Christ, Jason Basquez. Yeah, we'll get to Jason. Um, has re- they helped me to rethink 360 Vegas Vacation and turn it into this annual meetup that, that we're now going to make it. So, great night at Tag. That's a phenomenal bar. I mean, not just because they have 8 billion types of beers, but just the gaming experience there was loads of fun. Yeah, we had a good time. We were playing video poker, and it was a little loud, but it made it a little tough to talk. But, yeah, it was we had good times. All right, Tuesday, G2E 2014. First thing we did... Bumped. Well, actually, the first thing we really did was we went to a security thing. Well, I guess we wandered around for a minute, and then we went to a seminar or two because we thought it was amusing. But which I, it was about fraud in the the gaming industry. It has nothing to do which, with the show, but I'm like, hey, no, you remember me? I'm gonna do a little fun. I one. thought it was interesting, and again, none of it, a lot of it, wasn't new stuff for me. But I still thought it was. I mean, oh. the, the speaker was funny. He was yeah. from Chicago. Oh, he was good. What I just completely forgot about. So we were talking with Alistair the night before, and I had had this idea for the longest time, and I never really threw it out there, but we had had the concept to do Go to G2E with me. Luckily, this show somehow qualifies me as a member of the media, <laughs> and, and respectable? I don't know. They're giving me access to shit that I shouldn't have access to. Right. And I thought, I'm like, it's not hard for me to get a pass for somebody, especially, because you know me, I don't, I, I'm a rules guy. So I'm like, I think we could do this if that person helps to contribute to the show. Yes. Because then they are truly a part of the show for, you know, if, if only G2E yeah. itself. So, so Alistair had, was there and we're like, yeah, I'm like, hey, hey are you, you interested? Go? He was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> and and I mean, whether or not he wanted to, he said he would go. So there you go. It's funny. He when we started, when we were direct messaging on Twitter, he was like, well, I didn't want to you know, uh, uh, intrude upon, you know, the English gentleman in me didn't want to intrude about your vacation. I go, well, the American me said, fuck that. We're hanging out constantly. (laughs) (laughs) So Alistair was in tow to enjoy G2E with us. We went to the, the seminar 
and we, we hit the floor and bumped into Melt Vegas, formerly known as East Coast Gambler. Who I still call him that, and he's I, like, yeah, no, that's, that's not my name. He's a great, great guy, and Becca from Vegas Shatter was there, but as Vegas so often does, we made plans to hang out later and have some drinks. That never happened. Yeah. We, we, we lost track of each other. It sucks. We're going to fucking do it one of these times. We're, we're going to absolutely... Okay. I really want to meet Becca, but I know Mark, and I want to fucking... Mark's his actual name. Yeah. And I, I, and I really want to fucking... I can out. remember that name. I know, right? <laughs> so we... Well, uh, and he called you out on Twitter. We're standing on the convention floor, and all of a sudden... Fu- first of all, it's fucking loud at G2E. It's an entire and it fucking... Was, Multiple football fields worth of goddamn slot machines. <laughs> and it was the first day, so it was packed. Wow. It was yeah. packed. There were so many people there. And all of a sudden, you looked at your phone, and you're like, all East Coast gamblers here someplace. You yeah, just called me out. Yeah, my, my pocket vibrates. I'm like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> and he basically called you out, and he said, well, I just saw 360 Vegas, and he yeah, walked by without saying yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah, yelled at him, walked by without saying hello. I'm like, who the fuck called me? <laughs> yes, because Mark is not one of the most common names that you're ever going to find yeah, or hear. Whatever, shut up. So let's talk about G2E. Aristocrat crushed it this year. My two favorite fucking games of the entire G2E was Aristocrat. (laughs) And the picture you're seeing now is about Britney Spears, which I think is the most exciting game coming out in the next year. And it's, I mean, you see That was loud as fuck. Yes, it's concert volume. Yes. Alistair's playing. It's concert volume like it, it's it's literally it's so immersive and uh, it's just so fucking hard to explain what this game is like but it's literally insanely loud insanely immersive i've said immersive like 20 fucking times here but it is and i can't describe it enough i can see artists lining up to be in future versions of this i can't wait till this hits floors for people to check it out but beyond that our second favorite game of the entire fucking trip ted ted and the it had movie quotes. They got to put like a parental advisory warning on this game before. It that goes is out something on the floor. I'm very proud of the slot manufacturers this year. Is for the first time they seem to go, oh yeah, you know what? All of these people are adults here. They have machines that swear now. They have machines that like at one point Ted gets up and humps the fucking slot screen. He's like, oh yeah. And, and the screen shakes. Yeah, like the, the slot reels. Oh yeah. They shake it's, it's, while he's humping them. It's, it's hilarious. Aristocrat, well fucking done. They have some other games out there that you'll have the opportunity to check out. They've got uh, Man of Steel, Big Bang Theory, Sons of Anarchy, Games of Thrones, uh, Game Games of Thrones, <laughs> Game <laughs> Game of Thrones. Well done, Aristocrat. I cannot wait for these to hit floors. Like it, like that Britney Spears thing is so fucking loud. Like the head of Aristocrat Gaming just happened to be doing a tour with some people and Alistair was actually sitting at the machine you don't you, it, I think it happens shortly after this he walks up and he's talking to guys and <laughs> he walks up to the machine taps it drops the volume down because Alistair and I are there we're like turn this motherfucker up it, it was ungodly loud it's insanely it was loud it was ridiculous it's like going to a concert and I'm not lying to you it's fucking jamming awesome so our friends at WMS Gaming this year WMS Gaming continues to expand with the Gamefield XD offerings. They had those I like. They had their usual Lord Lord of the Rings, Monopoly, Wizard of Oz, and Wonka games. But the ones that we thought were really interesting was, of course, the new titles, the Flintstones. That's going to be on an XD screen, and it, it looked pretty fun, pretty cute. The Austin Powers, which was probably my third favorite, yeah, because it's very similar to The Hangover in the sense that they did a lot of the quotes a ton it's so quotable playing that game it, they did a really good job of it and I'm thrilled that it's on an XD they're coming out with Mad Men which is the picture you can see here now with this brand new curved LCD screen that 
I'm not a huge fan of, but I get what it is they're doing with it. It's clearly something that you go, oh, what the hell is that? So it's, they've got several games using that new screen. They got Battleship coming out. Elton John, which I didn't expect to like as much as I liked. That game is, you don't, Elton John's one of those guys, you don't realize how many songs that you know oh, he's that are stuck in your head. Yeah. Like, if anytime you go to a piano bar, you'll realize, like, Jesus Christ, Elton John's got like 50,000 songs that you can sing along to, and they're a blast to do. <laughs> Same thing here. It, it's, it, that's an exciting game that I'll look forward to. Although, if you compare Elton John's slot to Britney's, we, we actually, Alistair made the joke, he was like, Elton John's got to be going through a hissy fit about all this. Like going, did you see Freddie Spears? <laughs> How the fuck did that little tot get that right. game and I got this? That's right. But his that was my attempt gaming, at a British accent. WMS Gaming did a great job with that Elton John. And then Gremlins, which looks like a fun game, but what we didn't realize is how fucked up Steven Spielberg is because a Mogwai is absolutely adorable, and a Gremlin is horrific. Mm -hmm. And and they do part of the game where, of course, he gets wet, and he turns into a Gremlin, and you see these little pulsating Gremlin things. You're like, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But one of the things, and we had, once again, thank you, WMS Gaming, for giving us the access that you do give us. They allowed us, and it's on YouTube for those of you to enjoy, introduced what I think is the ADD dream which is the Hot Hot 8 game, which gives the, it gives the player the ability to play eight games at the same time. And not just eight games. You can play, first of all, you can play eight of all the same game, but you get access to eight of their most popular games. You've got Jungle Wild, Mystified Unicorn, Black Knight, Fallen Angels, Zeus, Great Zeus, Far East Fortunes 2, and Raging Rhino. And you can play, of those eight games, any variation of those you want. You can play one of each, you can play all eight, any any variation you want whatsoever, and the video will show that for you. I thought it was absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. There was too much shit on that screen. Oh, you're crazy. But then again, you complain when I do March Madness and I've got my phone and the iPad and the laptops oh, God, and the I TV. It. Oh, I love it so much. It, and and it I would, can't do it without the volume. Oh, I love would the volume. Be bad. All the volume, Karen. Yeah. There's so many things going on. If you had sound coming from one, but oh, no, you've got no. sound coming from all. And all I of can't, them. Yeah. Oh, I love I, it so much. I can't much. be in the same room with you. So when great. You do that. So great. All right. So now let's talk about IGT this year. Do you even have any opinion about what IGT did? I just remember, so last year, I think their big reveal was Avatar. Avatar, and yep. And the the size and scope of the display that they had, I mean, they had, like, you know, 12-foot-tall blue people walking around. Um, She's not exaggerating. No, I mean, they did. And this year, it was just kind of like, meh. This year, their big announcement was Ellen. It's a cute game. There's well, nothing wrong with it. But even then, the the whole setup for it was like, oh, it's a slot machine. Like, they didn't have the big... Like, I'm not kidding you. They turned, like, a section of their, their booth into Pandora yeah. for the, the release the of Avatar. changed color yeah. and stuff? Yeah, it was a, it was a whole I, thing. So and I'm sure Ellen showed up at some point during G2E. I'm sure she did. They always have celebrities there. But, I mean, and it's cute, of course. There's a dancing bonus that's that's cute. And, but it's ultimately... Who had... Wait, who had Wonder... The new... Uh, well, Wonder, the Wonder Woman. Woman. Bally's. We'll talk about Bally's okay. in a little bit. Um but yeah, they've got a new Hangover 2, Entourage, Jenga. There's also a new Hangover. They've got new avatars. But it was overall really unimpressive this year at IGT. And I, I, I'm a big fan of what they've done. But I, I, I thought the innovation was clearly sweet. Now, you do have to remember, G-Tech just bought them. I don't know if that means anything. But 
know. You have to think they're working on these things for at least a year, and that only happened a few months ago. So I don't know. I was unimpressed with their offerings this year, but they're IGT, so you have to believe that they know what the fuck they're doing. But I, I, I feel what Aristocrat and WMS Gaming brought to the table, far more interesting, far more interesting. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I did like is the new deck for the uh, that Valley's had for a or not Valley's that IGT had for some of the screens if you look at the enhanced podcast you'll see that not only did you have the ability to use a touch screen to do your bet but you can also hit the normal button but if you look at the surrounding whatever the hell that is it's like a little dial you can literally do your spins like that just spin the dial and it would do I, I, I don't I mean it was amusing I don't, I don't know how much value there is to that but oh Alistair brought up a good point the hangover sequel was not good no it was not yeah, no. there's, there's a Hangover 2. Is it Hangover 2? Or hangover is... 2. It's Hangover 2, and there is also a new Hangover game. Okay. Both unimpressive. Uh, I was not a fan of. So let's move on to Bally's. Also a bit disappointing. They unveiled their friend slot, their Duck Dynasty slot, and their Wonder Woman slot. Although I will say, Linda Carter, Jesus Christ, that woman has not aged. Yeah, so... It is amazing. When we were kind of walking back through there, she was there taking pictures and signing autographs and stuff, and the line to see her was ridiculous. It was really kind of hard to even get a look at her. Fortunately, Alistair's really tall, so he could. He helped us um, out, yeah. But, uh, yeah, she looks... I, I, I can't even... I mean, that show was on when I was... A kid, so she doesn't look far from how she looks. No, it's she amazing. doesn't. It's amazing. Yeah, Absolutely. she looks fantastic. And, and not like plastic surgery all no. fucked up. It's like, I don't know how you're defying age, but that is, wow. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah, it was really, really impressive. The game, that's eh, all right. It's fine. What are you gonna do? It's a fucking '80s, '70s, '80s fucking TV show. What are you gonna do? So at that point. This is where Alistair's value to Karen, really, uh, his stock rise. Karen, it was one of my new besties. Yeah. Alistair and I are very much enjoy G2E the way I do. I'll, I'll look at all these things, check them out. Like, let's go look at all of them again. Well, let's play some of them. Well, I let's still wonder this. if he isn't just being polite and, and won't say oh, I don't he doesn't really want to. I don't, basically. But uh, he'll, he'll tag yes, along he'll so tag you're okay. do what I wanted. So I'm like, ooh, he's my buddy. <laughs> so. I, I just get... And again, I've been to I'm a big conventions before. You are a wanderer. I, I, I also experience things in different ways. I like to look at everything and be like, oh, what, are, what am I thinking about this? Okay. Now let's go look in depth. Let's look in depth at everything. Let's uh, actually play games. Let's play all Yeah, and I, I don't. Yeah, it drives you nuts. You're like, oh, yep. we're at, we were just at this machine. Why didn't you do all those things at this machine? I'm like, well, I wasn't in that mode. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was like, all right, I'm good. Karen bolted it, and Alistair and I uh, enjoyed in the the free beverages that IGT was was tossing out, and we played some slots. <laughs> um, but we I already don't talked about. Remember what I did? Slots. Did I just go play? I, think? I, don't, I don't know. know. You were actually part of some of the things we're going to talk about here. Merker oh, Gaming. I reappear. Don't worry. Yeah, Merker Gaming's isolation booth. Do you remember this game? No. Uh, yeah, you do. You'll see oh, the, that one. That game is literally like you would think when you look at this picture, you're like, wow, is it like sound immersive or whatever? No, this was designed for the most antisocial person ever. So they can play slots and you don't know that they're even there because it's literally your standard slot and then this thing closes so you're encapsulated in this and then you just play your little slot. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of weird. But there it is. It's it's available for those of you. Well, it's it's available to purchase uh, for casinos to purchase. We'll see we'll see who actually <laughs> purchases them. The other interesting thing is G Tech has more true 3D games, which don't require you to watch or to have 3D glasses on. Which I thought was SLS has this technology over their barb. 
Yes. And it's technology that's coming out all over the place, which basically what it does is it puts a screen in front of the screen that has the 3D on yeah. it, and it simulates what the the glasses basically do. You still have to be... Um... TVs will have this in five years, ten years, if, you know, 3D is still a, a thing then, which I adore. The yeah. 3D on our TV, but those were pretty much all the the highlights of, of G2E. It's really wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Am I missing him? Don't forget about your Brittany Keemer. Okay, that's not. We don't. We don't need. To talk Alistair about. brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> because he's now treasuring it. <laughs> it's his treasured souvenir. It, it was. You get a lot of free shit at at G2E if you want it. Most of it never makes it into my suitcase. That did because we know people who are younger and were giant, giant Britney Spears. I, I have a, a girl, a woman, a girl, a woman that I we work specifically with. thought of people when we saw that game. Like, oh my god, they're gonna lose their shit. She is a like. She, they were kids. They were kids when Britney Spears was was coming of age. She's not that much younger than we are. <laughs> All right. Well, the person I was thinking of has an excuse. <laughs> okay, but but she is like a huge Britney fan, and I think when Britney went crazy, she's even a bigger fan because she loves that whole celebrity this drama coming, thing. This coming yeah. from the fucking people who went to go see two kids on the block. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> but they can actually sing. Uh, this is absolutely and dance. true. This is absolutely Brittany true. Brittany can't. So, um, somebody who, like I said, the slots are mildly amusing too, and you, you get to view once. Possibly the, the highlight of all of G2E, Karen, was what? Um, wow, really? Oh, no, we got to listen to Steve Wynn speak. What do you think of Steve Wynn? Actually, you know what? I know what you thought of Steve Wynn. So, oh, Alistair and Karen and I had opinions of watching Mr. Wynn, and this is what we thought right after. One of the benefits of being able to do something like this is to take advantage of a moment like we just had, which was to see Steve Wynn speak about the current status of the industry. What did you think of the speech? He's funny. <laughs> He's really entertaining. I He's mean. insanely charismatic. He's insanely te intelligent. I... He knows the business, too. I mean, that's the thing that you got. His perspective on um, emerging markets and, you know, the last one of the last questions was on internet gambling. I mean, you just tell that he, this is what he does, what he knows, and he really um, understands the business, which is just impressive. Alistair, did it live up to uh, expectations? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, he just hit the nail right on the head. I mean, it is, you know, it's about living large, you know. There is no point. I could be playing blackjack in a London casino right now. No, I'm not. I've flown all the way across the Atlantic to be in <laughs> here to live large, and that's it. No, it absolutely. I totally agree. Worth the the time that we we set aside to enjoy it, and it's awesome. It's fun. <laughs> He's everything you've ever heard him being. He he is, and even more. Both of you touched on it. He is really intelligent. There's a reason why, like, we've talked about Oh, there's how, a reason he's as rich as he is. Yeah, we've talked yeah. about his properties, what he's moved into since the Bellagio, aren't really for us, which is disappointing. I wish he would have been able to keep the Mirage because I would love to see what Steve Wynn does at a mid-tier well, property. But here's the thing. We've even said that, though, Encore, I love the feel oh, love of Encore. Encore. We've gambled it. there. Yeah. We really like it. It's just out of our price range. Um, well, it's not just that it's out of well, our price range. It just doesn't, it doesn't, the other properties don't necessarily suit us. This is one, Encore is one of the few properties that is very high end. Actually, it's very much like Venetian and Palazzo. I don't feel like, mm, I shouldn't be here. I'm like, no, I should pretty much be here. Yeah, this is it. I Encore, just don't like their casinos. So that's well, yeah, that's story. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Encore is is luxury with a comfortable feeling to it. Yeah. it. It seems it feels more inviting to me. But yeah, he just the man fucking knows what he is doing, and, and as charismatic as you've ever heard, as engaging, uh, funny. Uh, um, I, I don't know. I, I can't. It was it was awesome. If you have the opportunity to see him, I would highly recommend doing it. So, so after wait, that, so hold on a second. So they they are saying in the chat that you know. Alistair makes the show, and he might be the first person who did make an inappropriate joke during a recording. But <laughs> you know, I, I, my my response back Are that I'm getting ready to type is that you know he he was a virgin. It was his first time. That's right. You know, I'm, I'm sure the next it's overwhelming. time. Overwhelming. Did we did we get another recording with him? We did. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be something else in there. <laughs> so after that. Another perk of going to G2E is we got to go to the after reception. So we went to hang out at Tao. Oh, yeah. And then we left Tao. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. This was the biggest... Cluster fuck of... I don't know it who was planned the most, this. It was We awful. spent more time climbing and descending stairs to get in and out than we spent there. Because the line for the bar was, okay, complimentary drinks, but it was going to take you at least 45 minutes to get a beverage. And there were no And there was snacks. no room. There was no room. There was no entertainment. You couldn't even hardly walk through, like, the crowd of people, and they kept funneling folks up there. It was ridiculous. Well, and the, the entrance was the same as the exit, so yeah. you're sharing stairs going up and down. It was... And, and we knew walking in, we're like, okay, why are there people leaving? Like, okay, a lot of good. people leaving. It was a steady stream of people Absolutely. going down as it was going up. It, it's it, possibly the worst thing I've ever experienced at G2E. Possibly. Yeah. And then uh, we couldn't get out. Yeah, nobody Ever? knew where the exit was. Nobody knew where to send us. We we're like, we want to leave. Go over here. Oh, you can't go over here. Where do you go? Over here. Oh, no, you can't go over there. Well, like, these are the, these are the Tau. Tell me where to go. Yeah, these were the Tau employees. They're like, well, I think you can get out over there, but I'm not sure, and they haven't told us what. It, yeah, it was it was a disaster. Huge. We got our mints. Yeah, we did get mints. Yes, yes, but that's that was a consolation prize for the awfulness. So then we went over to Stack and oh, I love Stack. <laughs> I've still not made it past the appetizers. What did you have? You had, you had something different this time. You had like sea bass or something. I did. I how had, was I, it? it? Oh, it was really good. Was it? Yeah, it was really good. I told you. Alistair, how was your meal? Oh, Alistair just got home, so we couldn't get him on the recording. Yeah. I miss you, Alistair. I miss you. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing creepy about that. No. So then we met up with Jason Vasquez at Cosmopolitan and. Uh, oh, he had curry. He had curry. Yes, he that is curry. correct. Because I kept asking questions about it. I'm like, I've heard it's spicy, and I love spicy, but that looks scary. And then you it. saw the vegetables, and it went, mm, like, yeah, no, you that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Cosmopolitan. This was our second place that we were, were staying at. We checked into Cosmo, and then Karen captured. Well, don't forget, we met up with Jason. Oh, I already said that. Hmm. I said we met Sorry. up with Jason. So we checked in, and, of course, we had the boys come up with the room, or come up to the room with us, and we... Just to see it. But the great, well, yeah, just to see it. But the great thing about it, I left. I don't know what they and, did. And I don't know how we didn't capture this picture, but it was very clear that Jason, Alistair, and myself are cut from the same cloth because yeah, so we all went out. Go ahead. We went it. out on the balcony. Yep. And we're looking over, and I'm asking questions. We were, like, right over the jockey club, and so we're looking at that and whatever. And we're out there probably 10 or 15 minutes, and I'm sitting down on the furniture. Oh, yeah. At some point, you left and went inside, and we didn't budge. You didn't, yeah. And we so just, then, then I came back out, and the three of you are all just standing. Just per, like, mesmerized. Pretty little lined up. 
leaning over the balcony, just absolutely memorized, like, sharing a moment with the, people with equal interest. The view doesn't change. It's oh, it was can, awesome. Can we go? Because then I think I was like, all right, guys, that's enough. Let's go. That is what happened. Yeah. That's the only way it ended. Because I promise you, we would have stayed there the whole fucking time if we if we could have. Yep. But instead, epicness continued, and we moved down to the Bond party pit, and <laughs> that evening, wow. We got reasonable tables. Yeah. We got uh, $10, which Bond Party Pit on a fucking Emmy was awesome. But leave it to Bond to make the Party Pit classy. Like, we actually said, Matt has forever talked about his affinity for the Party Pits. Hey, there's was the back of Jason's head. It is, and there's my beautiful wife. Yeah. And, <laughs> and actually, Alistair is just leaning back. He, he, he is. He, he didn't want to be in the picture. The shot. He's but, in between Jason and I, yeah. That's right. They have choreographed... Routines that they do, like the girls start off on the one and then they spread out to the other two. And it was funny because originally we thought, oh, Matt's going to love this place. It's ridiculous. And the longer we were there, we're like, actually, this is kind of classy. Matt wouldn't like it. It's not nearly horish enough. Oh, it wasn't. No, no. Matt would we wanted them to do like the stripper dance moves yeah, instead. Of, he'd get these were and, like he'd get pissed and want to go over to play Hollywood. Yeah, these were like ballet kind of moves and stuff that yeah. they were doing. It yeah, was, I mean, it, it was it was I I didn't feel inappropriate looking at, at them doing you whatever. You didn't feel inappropriate? Or you didn't feel that it was inappropriate for you to be looking at them? Yeah. yeah. Potato, potato. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we stayed at that blackjack table. Would it have to have been four hours, five hours, maybe? It was so much that we were playing so long that we were all getting pretty lit and we're like, we're starving. We're like, I'm not getting up from this table because the limits had upped yeah. while we were there. And, and they, we said, they said, you know, we could stay at 10 as long as we were playing. That, that was the only reason we got up because yeah. we were like, we're not moving. We're not moving. They're like, these people are going to black the fuck out. So they let us go. We ate secret pizza and came back, and they're like, okay, well, and our table was gone at that point, and they're right. like, doesn't matter. We know who you are. Just fucking go. And that's where yeah, we learned. Yeah, the pit boss knows who we are. Well, so that was the thing. Your um, your phone was, like, about dead. Right. And they that's said. That's what they told us. Yeah. They, they said, well, we can just charge it back here. What, what do you got? A, a six? No, that's fine. The same plug. Go ahead and put it in. Well, and the same. Uh, the thing is, is a lot of places will tell you if you have the cord, they can plug it in for you. And they opened a drawer, and it had every cord you could think of. Yeah. So they're like, no, 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 we'll charge. It's not a problem. So we actually left your phone down there when we went up to get it's pizza. Cosmopolitan. I trust Cosmopolitan. Which I'm, yeah, I'm kind of surprised you did because it's the new although six. I, although I did kind of freak out a little bit at the end, like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Well, when we went back down and it took so long yeah. to get your phone back, yeah, like, you oh, were, where's the the guy that took? Well, do you have a like, ticket? And I'm like, no, no, I have a ticket. A ticket, like, or they asked, did you leave your I'm ID? Like, it only opens with my fucking fingerprint, yeah. so it's clearly my phone. Yeah. And I think he was just being a smart ass, but when he brought it over, he goes, all right, we got to make sure it's yours. I need your finger. I'm like, fuck, here's my fucking finger. Give, hey, give me my phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you tried to open it, fucker. It won't but work. that was so much fun. That was the first time we'd had secret pizza the whole trip. And again, we got a whole, we, whole, we got a whole pie. <laughs> we needed it. We did. Between the four of us. So, yeah. And I think, did I, I still just had one slice, I think. Maybe I, I had a bite of yours or something else, but it was, oh. again, so I don't like pizza. Yeah. It's so good. It's it's pretty remarkable. So good. And I did. I haven't shared this video yet because I need to throw it up there. The one thing after you had passed out is the Dre's rooftop club. Yeah. The power oons. Now you couldn't hear it in the room, but outside I've got video of like yeah you can hear the thumping on the balcony. Well, as long as you can't hear it in the room, I don't care. Ultimately, that's yeah. really the most important thing. But yeah, it's it, it is loud over there. Yeah. Tis loud. <laughs> so <laughs> so on Wednesday, we slept in a bit. And, uh, we slept in a lot. That did. bed is we, comfy. We slept in a lot. Uh. So we were looking for some breakfast. At this point in the trip is where I got to the point where I'm like, I just need like a bagel. I just need something super simple. And I still need like protein or, or food. I, I we, need something solid in mine. We have very different stomachs yeah. post 
massive alcohol consumption. Mine there was is a like, lot of alcohol let's be careful here. And yours is like, food, need it. Well, need and it. I want to say this again if we go back to the, the Bond Party Pit. The waitresses knew our orders. Yeah. They remembered us. They knew what we yeah. wanted. The dealers were, I mean, they're smart. They know the game. Yeah. The one, although the one messed up the count a couple times, and she was like super embarrassed by the whole thing. But the pit boss was great. Like it's a great vibe, a great energy, a yeah. great place to no, play. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, but then yes, post alcohol, you and I have different dining is very, very different. So unfortunately, it was a little too late. I didn't realize that Henry had had hours for breakfast. I thought that they would yeah. they would allow us to. Uh, they do have an all day breakfast, but what was it's, on there? It's not, it's not what we were looking yeah. for. So then we moved over to Planet Hollywood because they've also got an all day breakfast. But like I said, all I wanted was something simple. And actually, I, think I wanted you grits. Did, yeah, that's right. That's what it was. I wanted the grits from Planet Dailies. And, and they, that, that was when we tried to go day. to Planet Dailies. And I'm like, can we get grits all day? And it was a little after 11. I'm like, literally like 10 after 11. We, so we, yeah, we slept hard. I'm sure it was still in, you know, back in the bed or back in the bed, back in the kitchen. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about sleeping. Um, <laughs> it was still back in the kitchen. But now they're like, we're done. We're not serving that anymore. So, so we went to Paris for crepes. Yeah. It's, which, a, it's a staple that doesn't hit every single trip, but it's one of those things, like, if you're in the vicinity, you'd be like, crepes? Oh, oh yeah. And it's we like love... Stinker pizza. If you're in the area and you're like, you, do you want to get Stinker pizza? Like, fuck yeah. And you want to get crepes? Sure. Well, and I actually got you, again, before, got you to try a savory crepe, which was, you know, First the ham time, and, and now I'm in love with it. Yeah, now you get that instead of the All sweet the time. ones. Yep. They did move the crepery. And you'll see that in the picture. If you recall, it was to the right of their cafeteria area. Well, now there's a place called... Of the seating, uh, yeah. Uh, Martorano's. It's an Italian restaurant that mm. is is now open or just about to be open. So they moved it to the basically just the other side of that that cafeteria dining area. And while they did that, they had some new crepes. You had a brand new crepe that we've never had before. Yeah, and I don't remember exactly what it was to be honest with you. Do you remember what was um, in it? Uh, um, no. <laughs> I, I know it had it was some. It was basically like a, a cream cheese filling on the inside with cinnamon on top. There right. was supposed to be a caramel sauce, I think, put over the top. And quite honestly, I'm not a huge caramel fan in other things. If it's just a caramel by itself, I'm good. But when you put it on a stuff, not so much. So right, right. I got it without the sauce. Yeah, the, the cream cheese filling was just delicious. And so the good. cinnamon on top of it was uh, yeah, so good. awesome. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. So we got to enjoy that. So now when you go to Paris, know that it's not in the same place. But it's not like it's really well, far. It, it's, it's, not, it's not like you're going to be like, where did the crepes go? Like, it's over there, retard. Yeah, it's, it's right, o- right <laughs> like over you there. might actually, actually accidentally go over there and go, why does this look different? Cause, yeah, because it's so close. Well, it because, looks exactly the well, same. Well, because you were like, "Oh no, it's in the same spot." I'm like, "No, because it was on this side of the seating area." Yeah, not well, and, and it, it really was that. It's just kind of getting your bearings going. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it wasn't over there. So after that, we went to the strip stroll. But as we did that, started off, Bally's getting a little more bizarre, Karen. It is getting a little bizarre. I don't know what. <laughs> The one thing I will say, remember how we talked about we were very concerned that this was going to prevent us from going to Bally's, which is one of our favorite properties to play in. Yeah. That this new Grand Bazaar was going to prevent us from going into it. I can say, just on what I've seen, that's not going to be an issue. Don't worry about it. There is a very clear, wide path where the former never working moving walkway was. (laughs) That'll lead you right to it. Are there going to be pressure sales from the side? I don't know. But I can tell you the layout does provide some comfort in the idea that, okay, we'll still be able to get in there and go. But 
I don't know what they're doing with the... the this, this is a disaster. I'm sorry. It is frightening. Vegas, Vegas... And it doesn't... Here's the other thing. It doesn't match with the rest of the property. It's going to be an eyesore right on front. I, unless they do some renovations to tie the two in. I'm hoping that at night it looks cool and it just looks weird during the day. But during the day, it definitely oh, looks weird yeah, I and don't know bad. What the hell they're doing. Yeah, I, and if you look, quite honestly, you look at the size of the like the stalls, I, I don't know how these are going to work. These are I don't, these I don't are teeny know. tiny itty bitty little things. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I'm and it's totally supposed to be open in the fall of 2014, which we're in and it wasn't. Although they are rapidly adding those stupid canopies to everything else. Vegas Shatter just recently did a story that had an update of it, and they're starting to now cover the area, and you're like, what the mm. fuck is going on here? Yeah. But And maybe it's going to be part of the light show. They said there was going to be a light show, a night, a nightly light show, which, man, I don't know, maybe it will be cool. Who knows? But mm. does not look like it, no. No. Something else that we noticed? Quad signage is gone. Uh, or at least it's beginning to be gone. Yeah. From the initial entrance, when you if you're walking north just past Flamingo and you're getting to the Link Promenade, yep. the first entrance there used to be the quad. That's gone now. They've taken that out. And it's supposed to be officially the Link on August or uh, October 30th, I think, is when it's supposed to officially be the the link which I don't know what I'm not even who gives a shit really I don't even fucking care I like the property the name whatever we'll just fucking deal with it and then we were actually smart enough to like, take some pictures of ourselves it's something that which it threw me off because you're like wait we need to get a picture and right. I'm like excuse me what well because you never but we've always said it's like wait, this is one of the places that makes us happiest. And I've said forever, listen, I'm going to call it right now. I invented the selfie. I refuse to call it that because it's fucking stupid, and that's what everybody calls it. But I invented it. I, I'm just going to say it right now, and, I, and you all know it's accurate. But for some reason, I haven't taken advantage of it. Well, and just in general, we've noticed that before. We have a huge gap in, oh, in, I, in our relationship where there's just no pictures yeah. of the two of us. And it's, I'm documenting everything we're doing, just not us doing it. Right. And, and I've, I've forever said, like, the first time we got an iPhone that had a, a front-facing camera, I'm like, we never have to ask anybody ever to take our picture, and we never fucking remember to take our picture. And yeah. now I just made the concerted effort this time, like, going, hey, it's the Bellagio. We like the Bellagio. Let's take a picture. You know? So we were just making that point. Yeah. And I'm really glad we did. And we did. got some good ones. It was fun. I mean, we really did. It was a lot of fun. We're, we're, you know what? We're fucking adorable. We are. We are. We're one of the, we're one of the beautiful people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I want to go that far, but <laughs> we're cute. So, Part of the strip stroll, we rolled down to T.I. and the new Pirate's Cove with their apartment cul-de-sac water feature. Karen, what do you think of that? <laughs> mm, wasn't it exciting? Pirate's Cove is back, baby. Uh, yeah, it, that property is just a disaster on the It's outside. so disappointing. I, I, I shared with you something that I haven't had the opportunity to share with the listeners because we've been on vacation all this time or we've been on a break. Mecca CVS It's not going to be a pharmacy anymore. It's going to be a grocery store. It is going to be a grocery Even store. Even CVS is like, mm, this going to work. <laughs> we don't need another one. There's one right across we, we got We got to come up with something else here, but yeah. whatever. It is what it is. We headed down to Caesars. I needed an energy drink, and we found the replacement, the other hidden forestry so, yeah, we, we were landscaped gem back in and Vegas. We were in front of Caesars, and you're like, okay, there's a gift shop right on the inside. I can get an energy drink, and, and there's a walkway something. Got a tiny little bench I didn't even know was there overlooking one of the fountains. You can see Cosmo. There was a cute little couple sitting there. They're so adorable. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it and you and I will spend time there. Uh, I... Oh, good. Did we get another video? Yay. Not that. Fuck you. People like that video, by the way. <laughs> That's a popular video amongst mm -hmm. amongst the folks that watch our videos. 
my videos, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Yeah, they're yours. Uh, I, I want no part in but- <laughs> those. Uh, we saw the pure renovations going on, which really just looks to be more than an, an expansion. But we met up with Alistair at Cosmo. Yes. And as we were wandering over, we got to see more of the Harmon deconstruction, which is fascinating. <laughs> yeah, you were you were very distracted by that. I, and I, once again, have to give you props because you were so patient with me going, okay, I, I get that it's cute. I am and, so But I just get, like, jaw agape, like, going, they're taking a bar a bar. <laughs> It's almost like a kid I, getting Christmas gifts. We're like going, hey, I got this <laughs> You know what? My Again, my, and my family doesn't believe this. Growing up, I had a very short temper. I didn't have patience for anything. And for some reason with you, I'm like, okay. All I'm right, charming we'll, we'll and I have a huge it. dick. That definitely plays a part. <laughs> I, I really think that that's, that's one of the deciding factors. But yeah, I... Uh, yeah, for some reason with you, I'm like, okay, whatever. He's doing his thing, which is funny because you don't do it to me. Like, if I want to go do something, you're like, ugh, really? We have to go do this? It's all part of my charm. No, it's not charming. <laughs> That's annoying. Beyond that, we went to the new Vegas staple, Boulevard Creamery. <laughs> yeah, it took took Alistair to have alcoholic ice cream. Oh, it's so good. It's so ridiculous. Well, no, we, we went and ate first. Did we eat? What did we eat? Yeah. Oh, we went to Diablo's. Right. Yeah, yeah, we went to Diablo's. I didn't. I, I wanted ice cream. And their credit card machines were down. Yeah, you weren't happy about it. Yeah, at some point I got pissed. Yeah, at some point I got pissed because it took wait. Well, because they have my credit card. It took them 15 minutes well, to get it back to me. Yeah, that was... So at some point I literally stood up like going, I want to leave. Give me my fucking credit card. And literally just stood yep. next to the table the whole time. I'm like, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm standing here until you fucking give me my card back. So I And can the leave. service was bad to begin with, it but yeah, shame. the food was good. Um, so... The reason we never got to 29 Degree Beer and to do other things is because Mr. Vasquez was enjoying D2E, G2E, and was done. And he had a vehicle with him. So we were like, hey, you want to go to SLS? We're like, fuck yes, we want to go to SLS, Karen. (laughs) Karen, SLS Vegas. Impressive what they've done with the former Sahara. I I do think it's attractive. The property itself looks good. It's attractive. It's, It's very interesting what they've done. I think they're a little bit less, it's it's like a less successful version of what Cromwell did, which is basically just rip off Cosmopolitan. And I, I'm sorry, the, the because I think I said this as we were pulling up, I'm like, what the fuck is that? The, the eclectic statue? Little, little statue creepy guy. Art, not no- eclectic, artistic, I think is what All right, so yeah. here's where it gets creepy. If it were just this cute, uh, first of all, I've got a review of that place that I, I prepared to do one of the first reviews we've ever done on, on the blog just destroying this place because it was one of the worst experiences I've ever had in a casino ever. It was remarkably dead. There was no energy. It was it, the the statue in and of itself is a little creepy, but you're like, whatever. It's it's okay. What that's fine. But I don't understand why you have that as the centerpiece coming into this property. I mean, it looks like a big gigantic bubble character. Yeah, but I'll give you that. I wouldn't. If. I wouldn't. If. I wouldn't. It stopped there. But it doesn't. It's everywhere. Oh, it's all over the property. They have. It's the most narcissistic property I've ever seen. It's it's creepy. Like, if you go around, all of these, these slot bank tops have these artistic whatever in all over the properties. That's what, what, what all these new properties are doing. Trying to spice it up a little bit. Well, at SLS... They have 
little versions of that little character's face with his tongue out. And other variations of that are giant vanity mirror. Or I guess it's not a vanity mirror. What do you call those ornamental mirrors that you handheld mirrors? I don't know. Whatever they are, it's basically the most narcissistic thing I've ever seen. It's like, welcome. Sam Nazarian welcomes you as fucking Patrick, the SpongeBob SquarePants star, welcomes you to SLS <laughs> yeah. Vegas. And then all throughout, it's like, Sam Nazarian's always watching you. He's always watching you. Always watching you. And even further than that, he's got his fucking 10-foot-tall girlfriend dressed up as Cleopatra as the entrance to the Cleo restaurant. So it's here's the thing. Unless weird. you knew that that was her, that picture makes sense with the restaurant. I, so I that agree with you. doesn't bother me at all. But the fact that that little character makes it all throughout the property, makes that property oh, yeah, the, the creepiest, narcissistic, egomaniacal... Well, it's fucking weird. It is. And and here's the, the kicker that you add on to it. So the other thing that's prominent throughout Brilliant. the entire property are fucking monkeys. Yeah. And and, and, even, and even more weird. Well, even and more weird, thing. Karen. So oh, when, I know when we say, say the monkeys, they're on the, the table felts. The dealers ha- are wearing all, vests. All their vests. have them on yep. the backs. Yep, yep. Um, and when you ask yes. the dealers. The creepiest part of this whole What's thing. up with the monkey? Nobody knows or those who say they know don't have consistent stories. I don't even remember what anybody said they know. The only thing I, the, the pit boss said, and yes, I have a monkey on my back. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, there's monkeys everywhere. Nobody knows why. It's so weird. Like, I'm relatively convinced that Sam Nazarian could be a closeted serial killer. It's possible. It's, yeah. It's, it's a little schizo in there. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. There's zero fucking energy in that place. Like, part of, if I actually do it, and odds are I'm going to do it. If I actually release this review, the one thing I said is like, listen, if you miss the Sahara, no worries, because SLS resurrected that vibe, which is basically tantamount to a funeral procession. Yeah. That place is fucking dead. It looks nicer than it did before it closed. Feels exactly the same. Right, exactly. Exactly the same just before it closed. Oh, and Jason Jason was getting pissed at the first blackjack dealer we had. No, the second one, because we started one, went to a different table, um, and she was awful. And he was getting so pissed at her, so we moved. But and he made a point because he he won at the the yeah. other table that we had, and he made a point to show her. Yeah, it wasn't me; it was you. You you know. Yeah, I know he was getting, <laughs> getting pretty intense. I don't blame it. it. I mean, he's okay. He knows what he's doing. He is a gambler. Yeah, he's, well, he's a player. That way. Yeah. And he's good at it. Yeah. So, but yeah, he was he was a little cranky about but the whole thing. Even more weird things. No strip entrance. Only the Porkashore is the only way you can get in. Now, they yeah. do have entrances that get you into restaurants or clubs, but they're not clearly marked. You have to know they exist yeah. to actually get into It's just... And then Umami Burger, I literally fucking was at that place for 10 fucking minutes at the bar, constantly trying to make eye contact with somebody who just wouldn't look at me. And then when they finally looked at me... You were gone a while. I was surprised that you hadn't eaten when you came back. When, when, when they finally looked at me, the guy grabbed a menu... Gave it, it look didn't even fucking look at me when he handed it to me like like just disdain like I'm fucking doing other things here's this and I got up I'm like fuck you so so here's the thing Alistair just posted in the chat that he has to share his experience on Saturday night oh I can't wait. I'm dying casino here. which he said was fantastic which I hope so because I think we all agreed walking out of it that it was just kind of this place is like ugh. but if he had a great experience we'll we'll make sure we share that that's as actually well. that's actually part of the post that I had is I'm like I really hope this is just an anomaly this is just an accident that we just happened to be there at the wrong time the wrong yeah. place and it was horrible because like I even say in the post I have been accused of being a casino apologist that I've never walked into a place that I haven't loved. And if anything, it was more that I wanted to share with people of it going, 
I'm as shocked as you are that I walked into a casino that I think looked nice, and I left it going, I don't like this place. I don't ever need to come back. I will because I'm like, it can't be that bad, right? It can't be. <laughs> but ultimately, I'm yeah. like, if I never make it in Vegas SLS. Is a, Vegas is one place where, because typically if you go to some place and you think it's awful, you're like, fuck it, I'm never coming back. And you, you don't never need do. to. Vegas, you'll, you'll go back and try and go, it can't be that bad. can't be that bad. Because you know if it is that bad, it's going to close at some point. Yeah, yeah. But it's, um, I'm glad, to, I'm super glad to hear that Alistair had a great, great experience at it. Because I don't want any property other than anything Gordon Ramsay or fucking Guy Fiero does to fail in Vegas. But the when I was in there, that place was wow. Wow. I felt more energy at, at, at fucking the Las Vegas club. I mean, it, it was just, it, it was sad. It was sad. But what they've done is impressive. And I really do hope that it's just, it's it just bad timing. And, and, and they fixed it. Yeah. So after that, we went to craft steak, Karen. How oh. was the craft steak experience? <laughs> How was the craft this steak your experience? This your boy. It is my boy. It's Tom Colicchio. So Mark's getting another beer, so I get a chance to talk uninterrupted again. So, again, thank you so much to Jason. Um, he took us all down there and, you know, drove us down the strip, which is cool. We did a kind of a sharing thing. It was a per-person meal where, you know, they, they brought us, I don't know, three appetizers, three different cuts of steak, sides, and desserts. And it was just delicious. The service was phenomenal. The staff was... It was very cut-esque. In the service. Um, very friendly, very educating you about what you're eating. And like, oh, oh, shit, I didn't even know to look for that. Oh, let me try. Oh, wow, that is just like that, isn't yes, it? Yes, they did. Um, yeah, it, it just, and the steaks were killer. Ironically, I was surprised, and God bless Jason for doing this. So they swapped out the three cuts of steak they were going to bring us was a filet, a strip, and a ribeye. And Jason asked us to flip out the a strip steak for no strip skirt steak. Sorry for the ribeye, which I thought was odd because the well, ribeye is typically well, we, one of the more flavorful. Yeah, I've never had meat. a skirt steak. That was good. Oh, it was the best. It was the best yeah. flavored steak that it was we really had. Cool. Yeah, I've never was, had one of those oh, before. So good. Yeah, I've had them, but that's what they typically make like um, fajitas out of. Okay. I've never had it done that way. Oh, so good. It was really good. The experience was fun. It was fun to be with friends, to have that experience. We, it's been a long time since we've had a high-end dining experience. Actually, we've never had a high-end dining experience with somebody. The closest thing is with Matt when we had the meat and cheese Matt tray. Matt Oh, and he came to, to cut. That's right. Yeah, yeah with Carrie. Yeah. So so we did it there. That's the first time I had Wagyu. Yeah. But yeah, it was awesome. And Great again, experience. Jason's like... He's he's just an awesome guy. Just yet another person right up there. He's giving to a fault almost. I mean, he's yeah. so generous. I just... I, but know. him, it's it's what makes me more excited well, no, to, to whole, meet more listeners. The whole the whole day with him and Alistair just hanging out was just so much fun. Yeah. It just, again... Shared we spend, experiences. We spend a lot of time with each other. And right. I, 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 you know, Alistair has said this a lot that he didn't... Oh, Alistair said, don't forget about dessert, the monkey bread thing, which was... Yeah. The, Terrifying. Yeah. No, it was awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. The desserts were crazy. And I'm normally, like, the chocolate is normally the one that I go for. The monkey bread was with pecans and stuff. Oh, so good. Yeah. But but here's here's the thing. We, we spend a lot of time with each other. Right. But we enjoy hanging out with friends mm-hmm. a lot. And, and that's what, when Alistair says, you know, I don't want to interrupt on your vacation, you're not... We You're spend, enhancing it. Yeah. It, it, trust me. If we get... It, and here's something that I'm going to be completely honest. If we didn't want to hang out with you, we wouldn't. Yeah. If we wanted to spend time by ourselves, we would. Yeah. So please just know that 
going forward and and if you guys are around and we want to hang out with you or can hang out with you we will if not but we have so much fun with other people it just it makes the whole trip that much better absolutely so well and i love to share the knowledge that i've got and and uh, and i'm grateful that you're sharing it with somebody other than me But on top of that, it's so much fun to, because like I said, you love Vegas, but just in a very different way. You love Vegas for what it does for me. Yeah. And and, and I've gotten adjusted to Vegas. It would not be my first choice for right, a vacation. Right. But when I, and I tell people this all the time because they're like, oh my God, you're spending a week in Vegas. I'm like, look, if you were going on a resort vacation, mm-hmm. you'd go for a week. Right. Vegas has the pools, the spas, the dining, the show, the gambling, the alcohol, it, it has it all there. It just depends on how you want to use it. So right, right. when you look at it that way, people have this idea of Vegas that they just can't do more than, you know, 30, not 36, 48, 72 hours, whatever it is. But if you look at it like another resort vacation, it you can do the same thing. Right, right. So after dinner, we went on the blackjack equivalent of of, uh, of being jumped into a gang because we got our asses oh, it was bad. handed to us. We ended up... Yeah, Wednesday was not a good gambling Yeah, we, we grabbed a table at the Bond Party Pit again, got our ass handed to us, moved on to <laughs> Monte Carlo where Karen got touched multiple times by... Yeah. <laughs> beer, beer reload time. Karen, um, and I blame Matt primarily for this. She she got her uh, first uh, the table side massage thing, and now she, she fucking loses her shit whenever we see one. Well, and so here's the funny thing. So I actually had booked a massage the next day at Cosmo. And, you know, so she comes by, and she found all the right spots. My shoulder had been hurting me. You know, she she was digging into that. And I'm that like, woman was stuck at that table between you, Alistair, and Jason for like an hour. Well, yeah. So she did. She did ten minutes on me. She went over to I don't remember which like what order, but I feel like she did twenty minutes on Alistair and maybe twenty on, on Jason. Brought it back to me and did twenty minutes on me. So I'm like, it was awesome. <laughs> but we got our ass kicked as far as the gaming goes we did. at Monte Carlo, and this is where we bumped into the fucking not this this lovely lady here dealing. Uh, her replacement while she went on break was possibly the most annoying dealer I've ever met before in my entire life. Uh, I, that Those 20 minutes were the it, painful. Yeah. I think we might have actually been winning while he was there, but I didn't really care because I, I hated him so much. So at this point, Karen and Jason decided to retire for the evening, but Alistair and I were still having a good time, so we decided to move down to New York, New York, and that is where we met the prom queen. You people left at the wrong fucking time. Yeah, man. and I'm really disappointed that I didn't get to hear this Alistair was, tell the story. I, I wish we could get Alistair in on Skype right fucking now because this was amazing. This is the freak show shit that you that that legends are made of, Karen. It was <laughs> unbelievable. So we're sitting down at New York, New York playing blackjack. And this guy and his girlfriend, his wife, whatever the fuck it is, she sits down next to us, clearly destroyed, clearly (laughs) barely on this planet with us to play blackjack, which she clearly didn't know how to play. And just every, oh my God. Uh, Let me me give you a few examples of the shenanigans this, this lovely lady got into. Now, when she first sat down, one of the ways that she thought you played this game was you got to get to 21. That's how you win is you get to 21, <laughs> which means if you were dealt a 20, you got to hit because it's not 21, is it? No, it's not. While we all tried to explain, like, even the dealers, like, you have 20, like, but it's 21. I'm like, that's not how you play the game. That is not, <laughs> that's not how you play it. <laughs> Alistair just posted out here. He's like, what card do you have? Seven. 
What card do you have? Two. <laughs> it's so fucked up. So, and we affectionately, or we mockingly referred to her as the prom queen because what we felt this this couple looked like was the high school quarterback. Yeah, the high school quarterback and the prom queen. That he got her pregnant and tried to do the honorable thing and stayed with her, and now he's kind of like, this is what I'm stuck with because it's way too expensive to go away from it, or at least I'm not ready to and divorce her pretty, yet. And she was pretty, I'm guessing. Yeah, pretty, sure, why not? But you could see the humiliation in his face when she was doing some of these things. Like, like a good, a good example. Oh, she was she was dealt a blackjack at one point, Karen, and reasonably she wanted to double down on that because she's got twenty one. That's what she's going for. She wanted to double down. She wanted to bet more money, and they were like, "But you you've got twenty one. You've won." Like going, "Yeah, but I, I want to bet more money." Like going, "Well, it's too late to bet more money." Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> And Alistair said, Alistair just said with the uh, with the cards that she kept wanting to see what the dealer's other card yes. was. Yes. Well, what do you have? What? No, no, you're hot. That's right. What do you have? <laughs> Two. No, no, no. What do you have? No, no. What's what's the one you're not showing? Like that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's bullshit. Everything was bullshit to her. It was great. I want to bet more. My other favorite one, other than wanting to bet more money when she was dealt a blackjack, was when Alistair, what a champ, she got aces. And it was so funny because Alistair, as soon as it happened, he goes, so we're going to try and explain splitting to her. And I just looked at him like, no. <laughs> and and the, the, uh, while this is all going on, I'm turning my, because I'm uh, clearly, we have people who fucking hate this show because of my laugh. Yeah. Clearly, I'm a fucking loud laugher. And I'm fighting. I'm fucking just trying to, to, like, I'm looking over at Alistair and just covering my mouth. And I'm like, just in t- basically kind of like, remember when you were in school and you start laughing at shit and you're not supposed to? And, and it makes it even funnier, and you're afraid the teacher's going to catch you. That's kind of what was going on. I'm laughing my ass off, just going, I can't, just, oh, I can't do it. And, and even better, I wish I could hug whoever this dealer was. Because this dealer, it was so funny. She's like, I want to bet more. And he's looking at her, and his eyes dart over to us, and he looks back to her. It's kind of like, I can't laugh, I can't laugh, I can't laugh. <laughs> but it's clear this guy's going, holy shit, this is amazing. But possibly my favorite idiosyncrasy this this woman had when playing was when she split aces. Alistair made the effort to explain to her why she should be splitting aces. She split. She got some pretty good hands, but the dealer beat her. And she's like, she, uh, I can't even remember what she rambled into. But Alistair decided to go, uh, no, no, you did the right thing. It just didn't no, work she out. she made some, something about, you know, well, see, because I listened to you and I lost him. Right. Both. He's like, do you want me to give you the money? Her boyfriend, husband, whatever, <laughs> jumps in immediately like, no, 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 no. And she's like, yes. <laughs> and almost snatched the money out of his fucking hand. <laughs> It, yeah. we, oh, it was and, and Blue Storm, or, sorry, Alistair kept saying that it, she was saying it was fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bullshit. I want to bet more. You can't bet What's more. You have 21. Bullshit? Fucking bullshit. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, it was so great. I wish you guys were there just in tears, in absolute tears. We had so much fun. So after that epicness and uh, like I literally at one point it wiped me out of my initial buy-in and I bought in more because I'm like I don't care if I'm losing this is I can't walk away from this this is too great <laughs> but it, uh, I wish I could have rolled video on it uh, just to share with people it was absolutely epic Alistair wants to clarify it was only 10 bucks that he offered her it was. That's true. That's true. But <laughs> but didn't you said that she kind of like reached across the table and and oh she grabbed snatched it? that yeah. son of a bitch up. Oh yeah, hardcore. <laughs> and the well, and it was husband's like no 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 yes. Well, and she had no um, organization to her chips, so they like she wasn't paying attention. It's time to bet. I'm like oh you got to bet, and she 
sorting through all her chips are all over the place <laughs> trying to find enough to bet. It was, oh, God, I wish I could have rolled video on it. And, and her significant other was clearly just humiliated that it's just like, yes, I fucked this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you hope, you hope that in his head he's like, she's not normally like this. She's just really drunk and having a good time. Well, but I'm pretty sure she's always like that. <laughs> she, you know, she might have just been having a weekend in Vegas and, you know. Mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> so after that, Alistair and I just didn't want the evening to end, but eventually it had to, so we grabbed some secret pizza and called it a and night. And that was the night he made sure you got your catering. Yes, he's such a sweetie. Yeah, he is. <laughs> now we're on to Thursday, our last full day. We we properly relocated to Harrah's, and uh, you... I was, I was off. You got your ass kicked. I, I was just... Well, I felt off. That was a weird thing, but then, yeah, I didn't... Uh, I was done. I I will say this. This trip in Vegas felt like the longest amount of time that we've ever oh been Oh, my in. God. I'm so glad you brought that up. I didn't have it in the notes. I totally agree with you. It was amazing. And it, well, okay, so we, we look at it, was, it two different for ways. For me, it was amazing. <laughs> because I remember even early in the week, like when we were switching, even from the D to, to Harris, I was like, Jesus Christ, I got four more nights of this. Uh, uh, like, it, it just, it. For some reason, this week, it just hit me hard. Oh, it was To me, long. I, I specifically remember waking up twice and going, we still have three more days. We still have two more days of this. Like, I was so, so happy how long all of this was taking. I'm sorry. I have to go back for one second. Alistair said something about, um, quote, looking for titties. No, thanks. We got titties covered. <laughs> what is that? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, great. Lord. This is where the delay is going to suck. Oh, what a bummer. <laughs> okay. So I'm sorry, but yeah, it just it felt like a long week, and and not not a bad I, way. I don't well, and I don't want Jason and Alistair to think it had anything to do with them. It literally just the amount of time that we were in Vegas. I just remember like twice amazing. during this trip going, "Oh my God, we're still here." Oh, it was what amazing. the hell? I can't take anymore. And oh, yeah, so, so Thursday so for happy. me, and I felt really bad because I didn't get to see Alistair on Thursday before we left. And you did for oh no, that's right. No, you ended up I didn't. That's right. I crashed, yeah, and so yeah. I, I know you, we'll go into it, but uh, it was it was a rough day for me. So yeah, we moved back to Harris. Karen needed to recoup, and uh, while we were doing that, we tried the full. Fulton Street Food Hall, which is the new place that's replaced the Harris Cafe and Ming's Table. And now it's just this giant open kind of restaurant, bar, food court. It's hard to, I don't it's know if I can explain It's hard to explain, it. but it's really good. It looked nice when we first saw it, but I didn't it's expect very, much from it. It's very bright. Very bright. Which most very things in, in Harris are not. No, you're, um, you're, yeah. But yeah, so like light colored floor tiles, a lot of lighting. It's, it's feels very warm right um but we actually at this point wanted to try some food from it and just something simple like you you had soup and i had like a a, a yeah that that's my recovery i had chicken noodle soup uh, uh, i a, needed it a personalized or a, a, a made to order salad and i ended up later getting a um just once like i had potato. my little nap like yeah. a loaded baked potato with all the stuff on there it's really good it is good it's really good yeah. and try it's, fulton street it's reasonable too quite reasonable huge selection they had a sushi bar italian area noodle pizza bar. noodle bar they Salad, had a, a, a the baked potato the soup they had a, a coffee shop pastry area yeah. it was really good i, I highly recommend I, I did not expect it to be as good as it was so while karen is still recouping i 
went back to G2E and got a guided tour of WMS Gaming, and those are always a delight. Uh, unfortunately, Alistair didn't, wasn't able to meet up with me on that, but it, it's, it's really fun to see the passion that these people have for creating these games and the effort that they put into these things that... I, I, that's probably my favorite part about the self or about the personal personalized guiding tour is that you just get to feel that energy with them. You get to learn things like I never would have learned about Hot Hot Eight if if it weren't for that tour. I didn't know that existed. I over I completely overlooked it, and it was it was me just asking a question, going, you know what I realized that G two E this year they don't have a whole lot of the four player games, and she goes, oh yeah, we've left that behind, you know, and she showed it to him like holy shit, this is awesome, <laughs> but um. Once that's all said and done, we recorded Alistair's thoughts on G2E, the experience that he had to have, or he got to have with us, and, and here's what, what he thought. So we did a little something special this year for G2E. We invited a friend along with us. Kind of friends? Yeah. <laughs> we invited a friend of the show, Alistair, also known as at... Blue Storm 2000. Thank you. And what do you think? It's amazing. I've never been anywhere like this before, and it just blows your mind. Really, it's kind of sensory overload. It really is, especially as you pointed out how you can kind of fix the odds in your favor. It's the perfect casino location. Right. <laughs> if you come here and actually win, it'd be great. Right. How many times have we like, oh, if I could just collect, please? Still can't win the half a million bonus. Right. Still only giving us a hundred dollars a time. Right. But, uh, yeah, we haven't quite won that mega millions yet. All right. So, what are your thoughts? What what uh, what was impressive to you? What have you seen? Uh, Two best ones by far, definitely, Ted and the Britney Spears one. And they both happen to be done by uh, Aristocrat. Aristocrat, yeah. I totally agree with you. The Britney Spears thing is just so immersive and it's like going to a concert, man. I think it's definitely the whole kind of the big curved screen. So I think there's a lot of curved screens. It does seem to be the new thing. It sort of builds up. So I think in the whole, the chair and the music and the blasting, and it's just done in a very smart way. Yes. Because I think we've seen, there was like an Elton John machine by the other companies, like... This is compels in comparison. Like Elton John is going to be having a hissy fit. <laughs> Why doesn't my machine look like? God Have you Britney seen Spears what Britney Spears has? <laughs> Absolutely, it's 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 quite impressive. I that and Ted. I think one of the great things about that is it's almost like. They've somehow remembered, like, hey, these are for adults. We can have them swear and do inappropriate things. And, and that's it. I think it is. It's, it, you can see all the inappropriate stuff from the film on the machine, and it's just, it's great. They haven't kind of they haven't held back. Yeah. I think it's it is. It's a 21 plus audience in a casino, and it's great. You're not marketing to kids. Yeah. It's not for them. You know, it's just it just really hits the spot. Absolutely, absolutely. So the whole experience. Crazy. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do more of this. We're gonna do some more of this. It's one of the great things is like we get to wander around. Karen kind of lost her uh, stomach for it, and I was like, we're gonna we're gonna stay. But she has perfect teeth. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about that story. I was hoping that wasn't gonna come <laughs> up, but it did. So we're gonna have to rewind for a smidge. <laughs> While we were the first day that we hit G2E. The there's an area where they food and it, beverage yeah food and beverage vendors why um, this person's in food and beverage you, I don't you, know yeah you get to try some samples of some snacks uh, wine drinks energy drinks all kind of shit they're oh, trying to there sell was you. a, a Salted caramel chocolate fudge that I had a chance I to try. I think that, that pretzel amazing. that they had there was one of the best pretzels I've ever had in my life. That yeah. was remarkable. It was good. And then you guys were trying beers and stuff at one point. Well, wine. They didn't have any beer. Oh. It's disappointing. It's you beer. were drinking wine? I didn't drink wine. I was encouraging Alistair to drink wine like crazy. I'm like, I've never done this before. I don't like wine. Drink it. Drink it. Drink some wine. <laughs> nice. Awesome. <laughs> so one of the vendors 
looking to sell their wares was a teeth whitening booth where they use, I, I don't even know how the whole thing worked. I'm not even going to try and get into it. Yeah, so anyway, the, the girl came up and tried to show me that how she could, you know, whiten my teeth. And, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting and whatever. And the, uh, so here's the thing. I've been wanting to do a teeth whitening thing for a while, right? So keep that in mind. So she offers this up and I'm like, mm, yeah, that's cute, great, whatever. Um, no thanks. Well, no, we'll give you a discounted price and do it. And she told me the price. Because I asked her what she was telling me about all this. I'm like, yeah, how much? Because this was not going to be free like everything else was. Right. Um, so I told her, yeah, I'll think about it. I might come back. And the more we're thinking about it, I'm like, fuck it for that price. I was going to do it anyway. I was going to try. So, yeah. So I went over and signed up to do this thing. And then while Alistair and I roamed the rest of the area and mocked you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was probably a good thing you mocked me because I, I really don't know that it made a huge difference. <laughs> well, um, and we, at some point, we had already ventured throughout the whole area enough that we're like, let's just stand and wait for her because I don't really need to see Were you watching me? Towards the very end. Oh, when, uh, because it, it, it was as they were, you know, taking the light off here or whatever, they started the sell. And that's he and I started commenting. I'm like, and here's the hard sell. Oh, yeah, which I'd watched them do it to like three or four other people, so I knew it was coming. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I was like, she's oh, a pro. Well, Don't do worry about it, Alistair. Like, no, she's okay. not going to buy. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> So G2E with me, I, I listen, if you can make a case and you want to be there at the time, I could possibly pull this off for you. It was so much fun. I do really consider Alistair a close friend yeah. after all this. It, it just such a great, great time. Jason as well. Sky on the Rocks. Anybody that I've had the opportunity to share the passion that I have and that they have together. And I don't want to leave out anybody else. That I know we're missing people. I do not want to discount anybody. I, it's just these are when the people that since to, then to yeah, spend I've had more time the ability to develop relationships with, which is why I'm so excited well, to do it. And again, more. 360 Vegas Vacation was a, a little... Um, it wasn't like we had a ton of people, but it was still a little overwhelming. You had a lot of folks that you were trying to get to know and, and blend personalities and this kind of stuff. But when you have a chance to... Sorry, Alistair says he's our international correspondent. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's what I told the media yes, so I could get, yeah. so so, I could get him a pass. But <laughs> when you have a chance to spend more time with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, it, just, it just solidifies that. I, I mean... Other than, you know, Gary, who we didn't let into 360 Vegas Vacation, there was nobody there that we didn't love and have a great time with and everything else. So I don't want anyone yeah. to feel bad about it's it It's just that these way. are the people we've had the opportunity to spend more time yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so between, you know, Jason and, and Sky in the Rocks and Alistair and, and, you know, obviously we knew Matt before and, and there's just the more times you get to spend with people and even like Tim and Michelle, because we've caught up with them, they're they're good people and yeah, they're yeah. so much fun if we ever have a chance to connect with them or spend time with them well we and we've to, chatted so. offline with them many times oh, yeah. you've visited with them before I have I mean we, we've when I was up in the, the beautiful yeah Twin Cities right we, I mean we've talked many times about trying to meet up and, and do something together but it's just that you know the times haven't worked out alright so we did a couple of other things on Thursday but it kind of petered out after that you and I hit the casino floor once you felt better. You didn't notice the renovations, I being the only place on planet Earth where I noticed the details. Really impressed with what they're doing. It's similar to what Bally's did where it's just they're just adding a little bit extra. I noticed them once you pointed them out. I knew the carpet. New carpet. Had new been, machines. No once more you pointed out the new carpet. Bullshit. Actually, all the machines were new and new, all of the video poker machines were different. It's, yeah. What they're doing is great at that property. I'm really happy that they're investing that kind of cash into it. We had reservations to go to Pompous Brazilian Grill at Plant Hollywood, but at that point, you know, Karen's stomach's a little bit 
still sour and and it, it was something it was new heavy. i was gonna try yeah. and i'm like do we really want to make that effort i'll tell you what let's eat a kgb burger again we love that we hadn't had burgers on this trip and that burger that i had originally just as good as i fucking remembered it stuffed burger oh my god like we're literally looking at the fucking thing at bed bath and beyond like i want that thing i'm like i want to stuff my own fucking burgers so ridiculous oh my god it's so good <laughs> You're the first time we're going to buy something as seen on TV. Right, exactly. <laughs> so after that, the evening literally ends with we headed over to the Catalyst Bar at Link and just played and, video poker And I for stayed hours. for as long as I could. And again, I felt really bad that I didn't stay till Alistair got there because I didn't really get a chance to give him a proper goodbye. But I, I was done. I, I just, I was tired. My head hurt. I, I just, it was enough. And, and dinner, again, was great at KGB, but I just, I was done. Yeah. Like I couldn't do it anymore, so... But it's, I mean, and you were a trooper. You held out. I think Alistair showed up probably about 45 minutes after after you were done. But it, uh, we just had so much fun just cracking each other up, hanging out at the bar. And I, it was just so much fun, so happy. I had large portions of, of Newcastle on draft. That's the one thing I, I do love about Catalyst is not only are the people really not. Like, I'm just so impressed with what the link has done to that property, a property that you I couldn't drag your ass into. Nope. Now is the property that outside of Cosmopolitan we hang out at the most. Well, part of that is because of the table limits. Well, it is It is a perfect mix of good service, quality table limits, and a nice space. I yeah. totally agree with you. That's exactly what it's all about. But overall, amazing trip, <laughs> man. Just so much fun. I can't wait for 360 Vegas so, vacation. I'm thrilled about what we've learned. I'm thrilled about spending more time with, with listeners and, and meeting up and hanging out and uh, what a great, great, great trip. It was fun. It, 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 like I said, it felt long, but in oh, a nice. good way, in a good way. Um, but it was, yeah, it was just, we always have fun when we go to Vegas. So I don't, I don't know what else we get to say. That, that's it. I mean, and that's all we got for the show too. That's our, that's our, our 2014 G2E trip. And uh, I don't, I don't Again, know if it special, could have been better. Special thanks and shout out to Jason Vasquez, Jason Vasquez Alistair, and Alistair for you know for Derek being there Nicole, and spending time with us. Uh, Dribble Glass. I know his real name is Scott. Robin. Scott something. Is it Rowan? Robin. Robin. That's right. Uh, just fucking amazing. Nacho Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Nacho yeah. Daddy again? I, I had a, a straight-up Twitter man with, I with know. Nacho Daddy. I saw <laughs> it. You could, you could watch the trends. Just good stuff thrilled that we can share it with you after after living it yeah and thanks for the folks that were listening to this you know live on the chat and hearing all of our fuck-ups and edits i, I imagine it's got to be interesting to hear the edited show after the fact to hear how much we cut up and you <laughs> cut up and, and put it together but uh yeah so thanks everybody that's going to do it for episode 148 thank you all for listening and downloading we really do appreciate it if you'd like to check out any of the pictures from the trip, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send some feedback, you can also send that to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. Good, bad, or indifferent, we read all iTunes reviews on the shows. Mark is all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc. You can find links to those on the blog as well. All right. Anything else to add? That's all I've got. Uh, next, week, next week, next uh, week, we're back to a regular show, and it's gonna be a girthy one because it's been like three fucking weeks. I was saying this shit. one's two and a half hours. We've been going. Well, it's week. always the trip reports we've learned. I know they are always gonna be long, which is why we're sharing them live as well as why we've warned people this isn't gonna be out on Sunday because I ain't spending all fucking day editing this thing, and it's gonna <laughs> take a while. All right, so you'll probably see this on Monday, maybe Tuesday. Just 
fucking relax. All right? It's going to be good. You're going to enjoy it. <laughs> Other than that, we'll see you next week. Yeah.